0: Hey, guys, 30 and still gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, 4 per month or nine ninety nine per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free, whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30andStillGaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30andStillGaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. five years experience join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news
1: this is generation x gaming
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. How's it going, bro? Hashtag make a game, sell a game. (laughs) Hashtag make a game, sell a game. Those of you that don't know who we are, we're Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast. We're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can watch us after the fact on YouTube, slash 30 and still gaming or you can listen to us on audio formats which is 2 weeks behind I was having issues uploading them on on uh, anchor.fm but solution is fixed and now those will be up to date uh, by Saturday this week so it's two episodes behind but you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and anchor.fm if you missed any of the shows I do appreciate you guys coming out on today's episode there's a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about... Uh, I've been playing Gears 5. We're going to talk about Gears 5. I've, I went back and played Red Dead Redemption's update. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I I still play Fallout 76, but Fallout 6 has done something and they've gone too far. We're going to talk about Destiny. If you notice the title of the thing, the size matters. Destiny and Bungie have said that they the game is just too big and they can't do anything with it. So we're going to talk about Destiny 2's size. We're going to talk about Game Pass, and you'll... You'll catch the drift as we go down each thing. Uh, I went to Galaxy's Edge this past weekend. I'm going to talk to you about Galaxy's Edge and my thoughts. We're going to talk about Star Wars reshoots. It's not what you think. It's not a standard reshoot. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 releases tomorrow. And we have a little bit of thoughts on that. Tonight, Tonight, actually. Well, is it tonight at midnight? Is that what it is? Well, it's,
1: they said 9 o'clock. I could go there at 9, 9 o'clock if I wanted to. Oh, okay.
0: So then it launches in about an hour. Uh, for everybody. And then uh, Apple. Apple's come out with another streaming service. And we'll talk about that if we have Thank time. Thank God. <laughs> if we have time. So first up that I want to talk about is Gears 5. Right. So Gears 5. And, of course, my thing's not working. And what is happening? You son of a. You son of a. Hold on a second. I got to i gotta try to get this i i don't don't know what it's doing right now what 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 is this oh for fuck's sake all right well no topics for tonight (laughs) on the screen that's fantastic that was working right before the show started but it's not working now awesome all right so thoughts on gears five so Gears 5, first of all, is a full price, $60 game if you don't have Game Pass, uh, either on PC or Xbox. It is an exclusive for Microsoft. I'm not going to say it's exclusive for Xbox because you can play Gears 5 uh, on the PC. Beautiful part is it is cross-play and cross-save. So you can play (laughs) cross-platform, right? So I can play with people on PC and PC can play with people on Xbox and so on and so forth. Lots of different things that you could do in this game. They have a campaign. The campaign took me a little under 12 hours. I played on intermediate, and um, I'm sure it could be faster if you didn't collect all the stuff. I didn't collect everything. I have collected 62 or 64 of 92, I think, uh, things that you can collect in the game. I had an absolute blast playing Gears 5. Gears 5, to me, was a mixture, and it was funny because as I was playing it, Gears has always been a linear cover-based game, right, which is fine. It always felt clunky, right? It always felt clunky, like you're running and then stuff well, that you did. It
1: wasn't, it wasn't clunky. The first couple of games, you were very heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they, they did streamline the mechanics a yeah, little bit. It, it still feels clunky. So as I was playing, I played for, like, an hour and a half,
0: and that's, like, the prologue. Like, all of a sudden, it says, like, Gears on the screen. You're like, wait a minute. I just played for an hour and a half, and that was the the opening of Gears? So you start playing as the old, the, uh, the, the old gang. Well, not really old. You start playing as JD at the beginning and then it moves over to cat later on. Um, you can choose between other characters throughout the story. Uh, it's a full basic squad, but most of the time it's just three of you. It's you, it's Kate, it's Dell, and it's a robot in the beginning. It's called Dave. And there's a new robot. It's called Jack, which is pretty cool, which you can play as if you play co-op with other people.
1: Um, I want to see how that works. Have you seen how that works
0: yet? I haven't seen anybody play this, the campaign, uh, on how it works. But I've seen people play. Well, can it.
1: you can you play can you play the robot in the campaign or only only in multiplayer? You can play campaign,
0: but the main character has to be a pure person. The person you play with, like if you wanted to play with me, I believe you can be the robot, if I'm not mistaken. So, I'm not so sure. I can, th-
1: I, I can play through the entire campaign of Gears as a as, as, as the, the robot
0: as a supporting role. Like not if you're not if you're playing the main campaign by yourself. If you're playing by yourself, you can only choose.
1: No, I know co-op. You're talking about co-op campaign, correct? If you if we played together and played through the the campaign I, together, I could, be, I could be the robot the entire. One of day. us
0: has to be the main character. The other one could be the robot. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so the the campaign was was fun. Obviously, no spoilers. If you well, you know what. Don't do it
1: bro. Spoilers, no spoilers. Someone might be crying right now. Yeah, no, but what I'm
0: saying is if you were here watching me play it, okay, I can actually show some footage, um, I'll I'll have some footage in the background playing. Are you allowed? Am I allowed to show footage of my gameplay? I would think so. I mean, Gears, Gears could stop me, but whatever. Um, just have some gameplay. This is PvP in the background. The campaign was phenomenal. I loved it. I thought it was great. And as I was playing through it, I was like, man, you know what what Gears really means? I was like, I would like if they kind of made it like an open. I don't want an open world game, but I want it like open-esque. Like I was tired of walking down certain things. Like you go into certain buildings, you're like, all right, I I can only go here. I can only go there. I I wanted to open up uh, like God of War. Like God of War opened up and you did like side missions and side quests and I was like, that's what I wanted, and literally five minutes after I said that, the next act started, and all of a sudden, I'm on a skiff in the middle of a a snowstorm, like a snow area, and I was like, what the hell is this? And that's exactly what it was. It's exactly like God of War-esque, where it's an open-world map, and there's like different points to go to of interests and things to find in the map and little excursions that you can do on the side— like if you just did the main story, you could just pop them out real fast. But there's a lot of little side missions and side quests off the side. Not did you go? Did you go cog hunting? Uh, I did for a little bit, but there's there's no RPG element into it except the robot that you have, Dave slash Jack slash Dave or Jack slash uh, Dave slash Jack. Because it's Dave first, then it's Jack. Um, so I call I call Jack Dave because Dave was well, the first why don't robot.
1: Just not you just call it JD and move
0: on. Well, JD's an actual guy in the in the actual game.
1: Then we'll call it DJ.
0: Okay, uh, so Jack is a robot that you can actually upgrade while you're playing through the game. He has these passive abilities and like power abilities. Where one he can like uh, scan, so it does like a pulse, so you can find out where enemies are. Another one he can make you invisible. There's another one where he can put health on you, so you can go through like gas clouds and stuff. Uh, another one he does like this electric pulse. Uh, he he drops like a little surge thing on the ground. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that he does. I don't even think I've used all of his abilities by the time I got to the end of the game. Uh, Jack is different than Dave. Uh, Jack is different than Dave. Yeah, he's like the newer model. He's like he's a newer model. Um, so I thought the campaign was great, and obviously they left it open-ended for Gear 6. I'm sure Gear 6 will be... Gears seven and eight, and nine, and they'll they'll keep going until they're. Well,
1: I don't. I, well, I don't know. Like I, I I think it's this is pretty far in, man. Gears five is pretty far in considering the series. Yeah, but I mean the old gears. I mean, even even Halo stopped at five. Yeah,
0: but even the old gears, they're like you're you're like yeah they killed they killed the fucking bad guys. They're done. They finished. They they killed it. Nope, they brought them back. They brought them back, and they 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 did something to them, right? And you're like, how? right and they they tell you how they tell you how it's a, and you're like all right this is cool right so graphics but now the lighting in this game and I'm playing on the Xbox One S if you have an X or you're playing on the PC I also played on the PC oh with ultimate graphics and stuff it's so beautiful it's just a beautiful game it's 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 done extremely well it stays at the 60 frames um it's 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 fantastic it really is a fantastic uh a game you can see some gameplay down below of me playing PVP have you noticed that Sarah Connor that I'm running around as? Uh, Sarah Connor is from Terminator. That's that correct. Uh, it's like a cross-promotion type thing. Let me tell you, there's so many different modes in this game. There's a horde mode. Horde mode is a bit slow. It's a bit slow. It takes about two hours, hour 45 to two hours, to complete one full session of a horde mode if you make it to the level 50.
1: Okay? If you That's, make if, it, you're doing, that's if you're doing well.
0: Uh, yeah. Right, and I was on intermediate. I wasn't on beginner. I was on intermediate. Uh, it took us about an hour forty five minutes for each each run. During that time, it's like a tower defense game, right? So you can put up turrets and barricades and all these other things as you're going on. Every time you kill someone, they drop they drop little things, and as they drop the stuff, you bring it back to your base, so on so forth. You you either keep the coins on you, and you can upgrade you. During the match, right? So you do more damage, you take more damage, you reload faster, you get more super. Those are the four things you pick from, or you take the money and go back to the base and deposit into the base, and then you you can everyone can pull out of the out of the foundry and and make turrets and make certain things. And each character that you play that's on your team has different things they can put down, right? So I might have a turret and I might have some bob wire where someone else has like a laser fence and something else, and then you can upgrade those things. As you place them down, right? So there's a lot of little things you can do there. On top of that, you have cards that you open up, okay? You have cards that you open up and you can place like 20% extra health, 20% bonus. Uh, and as you unlock, you have 10 levels to unlock. As you unlock the 10 levels for the character, they have more things that they can do. Um, and it's just a relative long game type of thing, you know, going into the, the characters. Well,
1: can you can you... Can you put the turret down and then barricade the turret off so they can't melee it? So that you yeah. can stay alive longer. That, yeah. So, or is there only certain spots that you can put the turret down? No,
0: you can put it anywhere. You just can't put it on top of stuff. It has to be on the ground. So, uh, as you move, there's different points that open up throughout the match. So, like you'll be founded in the back somewhere, right? You can move the foundry where you want, set up base for the first time. And then as the match continues and the rounds go by, you can start taking your bob wire that you put down or your fences that you put down, and you can start sliding them forward and then barricading more stuff off and then moving the front forward. And then you put your turrets behind it. So as they're running at you, they can't attack the turret. They have to run through the, the laser fence. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's
1: it's a fun mode. It's just slow, right? So is it is it is it better to upgrade your guy and forget about the additional stuff, or is it better to it, I've put been, more stuff down? So I played...
0: One, t- I, I completed it once with a, a team that I put everything that I got into the the foundry, so they could spend the money. I didn't, I didn't put one thing down on the map. All I did was collect, kill a bunch of shit, get a crap ton of money, put it in, and let them spend it how they wanted to spend it. Right? Because it was my first time playing, I was like, let me learn. I just kept giving them the money, and they started opening stuff up and putting stuff down. I played fifty levels, never never placed anything, didn't know about the upgrades for my character. They didn't even look down at the bottom right-hand side of the screen to so do it.
1: can you waste money by people opening up the same thing twice, or is it only when you only open up it's, certain it's things? Commutative.
0: Say, it's commutative, right? Okay. So then there's a player on the team that could be Jack, okay? And Jack's actually pretty cool, right? He's like a supporting character. He can zap people, slow them down. He zaps them to help you. He can revive team members from a distance, right? And on top of that, he can can revive from a distance. Yeah. He's like far and he just shoots you with a, like an electric pulse and then you can like get back up. You get defibrillated by him. Yeah. And then the cool part is he can pick up weapons, right? So what he does is let's say you're out of ammo. Like one guy I played with last night, every time I was, I was just protecting the left side of the board by myself the whole time. He would come over, help me out, but I was protecting because we had turrets and stuff set up. So I had the turrets protecting me and I was killing everybody. He would kill people, then pick up their weapon and drop it by me for ammo, right? So he saw the gun I was using. He would grab the weapon that I had like, and then he would drop the that's ammo actually, by me.
1: That's actually kind of cool.
0: Right? And then he would take the weapons that I didn't have, that that I didn't want to use, and he would take them to the, the forge, and he burns them, and it gives us cash. Okay? So you take the weapons from the bad guys, throw them into the into the burner, and then it gets us more cash, and then we can buy more stuff.
1: So is he the only one that can put it in there to, to burn the no. cash, or can you pick up weapons as well?
0: No, all of us can pick up weapons, but he moves so fast through the board because he's literally flying. And he's invisible, right? And he, and when he when he shoots, he comes, you, know, you can see him. But if he stays, he just picks up stuff and then runs it back to the base or drops it off to you. So if you have a good guy, I want to play him. I want to play him to see how he works. But um, yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool supportive character. Um, so that's fun. That's the horde mode. Then they also have a thing called escape right so escape is a three man team and i'm still trying to learn right because right now you're dropped into the middle of this uh maze okay and you have a certain time to get through there's gas that you you ignite a bomb and gas starts spreading through the chambers and there's like a halfway point where you go through a decontamination and then it opens up and then you go through the rest of the maze now i don't know if you're supposed to do it the fastest time or if you're supposed to see how long you can stay in there the longest doing the most damage getting the most points and also escaping Right, I think that's what you're supposed to do. I don't think you're supposed to just get in Because you can get out there in like five minutes. But if you want a lot of points, you go deeper into the thing. Kill the most possible things. Collect the most uh, uh, cogs and kill headshots and certain things. And then escape. So you want to be in there the longest. And also score high. I think that's what it is. It's actually a pretty fun mode. Real fast. Real fast pace. Lots of fun. So you have the whore that's slow. Right, and you you can upgrade your character and stuff there. You could also upgrade your character in Escape, and then you go to Versus mode. Versus has Versus Arcade, Versus Quick Play, and then they have Versus Co-op to AI, which I really like. I put AI all the way up to the max to, and then they actually it's a pretty tough match when you play. But uh, you get to learn the maps, you get to learn the weapons, you get to feel how things are playing the 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 computer, and then you go back into PVP. And start playing. Uh, There's 12 different maps. Although for some reason. As you can tell right now. This is called Bunker. I played this map like 40 times already. It just seems like it's always on Bunker. I don't know if it's everyone's favorite thing. If that's what they vote on. If the host votes on it. I don't know. But there's a lot of different game modes. Lots of different maps. Um, It's a good time though. Like it's a good time. I've been playing arcade. And I've been playing classic a lot. Arcade is... As you get kills, you can upgrade your weapons. So certain classes have certain certain weapons they can do, right? Some have snipers, some have boom, some have other stuff. Um, so as you're playing, as you get kills, that's how you unlock. So it's sort of like the Star Wars thing, you know what I mean? Like you have enough units, then you can upgrade to a, a different unit. This is instead of being a different character, you're getting kills and then take those kills and you cash them in to use a sniper rifle, right? Once you got, Once you get killed you lose that sniper rifle, right? So as long as you stay alive, you can use it. You can re- reload it and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's the arcade. Now, quick style is stuff's on the map. You have to find where the spawn location is, pick it up, and then you can use it, right? Me and Brain were playing earlier today. People are starting to figure out where the drops are. And then once they have the powerful weapons, they just get up high, and they can pretty much just keep keep you picked off if you're playing really against a good team. So there's a little disadvantage there. I played a game mode called Dodgeball dodgeball there's five on five once you die you're out but then if your team kills somebody on their team then you're back in right and then it keeps going back and forth until you kill their boss because if you kill the leader on the team then nobody can respawn, and then it's just a, a push over to the other team right and then you just you just swarm them that's a fun mode then there's king of the hill king of the hill there's like certain points and there's a ring that comes on and you have to stand inside the ring and then the longer you stay in the ring the more points you get right and then you're you're fighting at certain points there's a lot of good stuff. What I like about the PvP and Gears, and I haven't played a Gears PvP since 3. So what is that? We're talking like 10 years, maybe? Maybe a little less? It sounds it sounds like nine. Well, right. Okay. Remember what we were talking about? Like Battlefield was just a fun, good old pick-up-weapons-shoot yeah. fun game. Yeah. That's that's what I'm feeling here when I play, right? Everyone starts off with the Lancer. Everyone starts off with the, with the Gasher, right? Uh, with, the, with the shotgun. It just feels good. Obviously you can pick other other weapons up and there's a there's a disadvantage if you know what you're doing. But the games are just fun. Like just up close and personal fighting guys, uh the matches are close. It's just a good old-fashioned fun PVP game mode and I absolutely love every mode so far except the the dodgeball when I was we were getting steamrolled by a team. But other than that, I absolutely love Gears 5. If you guys Uh, Are looking to look for a game and you have game pass and you played all the rest of these. I didn't play four. I didn't feel like I missed a lot. They do like a recap for you before the before the five. So I was was okay with it. There's something that happened in the game that I had to make a choice and I felt gut wrenching during my stream. I was like, I don't want to make a choice. And I wasn't even really attached to the characters because I didn't play four but i was attached to the characters and i didn't want to pick and choose right it's one of those things that you have to pick and choose who lives and dies so i made my choice and i, I felt bad about it i felt bad about it but uh i love the game i think it's great i think it's great and we'll we'll go back to this cuz it's on game pass and for for 10 bucks for game pass there's a lot of good games there man and gears this is this is what we're talking about if if xbox can come out with games like this for xbox Xbox is going to start shining a little bit more because they have thirteen studios working on games,
1: right? I still, I still don't understand how they, how they make money if this was the standard. How, how they make, how, how a AAA title makes money if you're only paying ten bucks a month? I don't, I don't get it. I,
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, and I don't have, I don't, I want to talk to somebody that works in the, in the, in the Game Pass arena, okay? But I'm assuming it's like the radio, right? If your song plays in the radio, and someone heard it, you get paid as the artist, right? You get. Five cents, ten cents, whatever it is.
1: So what, like, like the number of hours played of the game is yeah. not the percentages of the of the ten bucks so, so, a month per person yes. you get. Yeah.
0: So I think if you let's say I just played uh, gears. How, that that sounds on. craziness. Hold on. If I if I play gears, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Game Pass member, and all I do is play gears for the next month. That's all that all it shows on my account it says thirty and still gaming. It's got two hundred hours in Game Pass. Right. They get a percentage of the ten dollars, and if it's all that whole thing they get the whole percentage right like that's what i think the way it works but you're making this up this is your theory. exactly this is my theory right okay. because there i don't know how i don't know how companies that are not part of microsoft or not part of sony like the first party titles how they they keep this up and we'll we'll talk about this as we go on right so the next game i want to talk about is red dead redemption 2's online update I was excited about this cuz there's classes, right? We talked about it last week. We're like on paper, it looks fantastic, on right? Paper, on paper, it sounds amazing. Bounty hunter, trapper, collector, okay? So, bounty hunter is exactly what it is. A bounty hunter, you get the you go to the police office or the the jail or the post office and there's three there's a board with three people up on it, right? Three three rewards. Now, it's basically grab the reward, you only can grab one, right? Go do said mission then return them alive. You get paid more than you do. If you bring him back dead, sometimes there's two guys you have to capture. Sometimes there's one guy you have to capture. Sometimes there's like a, it's like a, um, uh, entourage on the road and you have to try to get them from the road. Other times they're at a camp and you have to try, to, but most of the time it's pick up, go kill, bring back target or kill target, right? That's bounty hunter. That's what it is.
1: Well, if you Boom. bring back target, doesn't he get loose and jump off the horse and he stuff? He can,
0: he can lose and stuff like that. Um, so what you do is you, yeah, you, you rough him up a bit, you hog time, you punch him a couple times, put him on the back of your horse, and every once in a while while you're riding, you just turn around and punch him, right? So he doesn't fall, he doesn't he doesn't escape, right? Right, gotcha. So that's it, and that seems like the best payout of all of them, right? So now collector, collector, you're paying a shit ton of money, right? A shit ton of money in game, no microtransactions. What I'm saying is, it's oh, hunter's fifteen dollars. 15 gold bars, which is twelve dollars in in their currency, right? So you have to pay twelve dollars for that for that section of the content. Or if you're part of PS4, I think it's free. I think it is. Um, or if you I think it's one of them, if you're a Twitch Prime member, you get that free as well. Then the collector's got the gypsy, you collect the items. You have to purchase a map from her, which is like eighteen bucks or twelve dollars, not real money in game currency, right? In game like actual red dead. Western currency or whatever. Um, then you have to buy the maps. And then the map only gives you like three or four locations to go around the map to get those collections. Now you have to go back to her and buy another map to complete the collection. Once you have a, f- a complete collection, then you'll get paid out once you have a complete collection. Like the complete collections, it'll give you like $250 or something. So basically, if it costs you $40 or $50 to get all the cards, once you submit it, you'll make like $150 profit. Right. And that's basically all it is. You're riding around the map with a map, and it takes really long time. And you can spend more money if you fast travel or you know what I mean? So I don't know if it's if it's worth the fast travel plus the the payment of the of the map and then get the stuff to to turn in. So that's whatever. Now the trapper the trapper you have to get get a job with Crips. He's at your your campground. Okay. And then you have to go kill animals. Now, he doesn't tell you what animals to kill. But basically what you're looking for, you can go kill little little shits if you want. Three-star three star monsters. You're looking for three-star guys. And then you're going to bring them back to him and donate them to him. He pays you, just like if you brought him to the, the butcher. Okay? So you're not missing out on that. So you're getting paid there. He needs the supplies. Okay? And then he's doing materials. So you have to go get supplies for him or you can purchase supplies. If you go steal the supplies, you have to go find a wagon that he tells you, like, these people are over here. Go get the the supplies. You have to go kill the people with the supplies, bring that back. Then he has, and then you have to get the materials. So get them supplies, get the material. And then it's like a time thing. Like every, I would seem like every 25 minutes, it's like one a minute, I think it is, or one every couple minutes. You can only get 25 stack at the camp, right? You can have 50, 60, 100. 100 is the max, but you only can do 25 runs. Or if you get a large cart, I think you can do 50, if not more. I don't know. I don't have a big cart. Small cart only holds 25 materials. So you bring back the pelts. You bring back the supplies. Crip makes the actual stuff that you're selling that you have to go deliver. Okay. A full stack of 25 is like $62. Okay. A full stack, that's a short distance trip. A long distance trip is like $78. So it goes up like $8 and $16. Okay. If you do short distance, nobody can attack you as far as a real player, okay? It's only NPCs, and when uh-huh. you go from Crips to go uh, deliver the stuff, you have to kill some guys because they're at the at the shack or at the house
1: that are fighting. You got to kill
0: those guys off before you can deliver why, the goods. Why,
1: why would I want to go long distance?
0: Long distance pays you more, but then now you not only are you competing with the distance, not only are you competing with the NPCs, but now you're also competing with the actual live people that can come take your stuff, right? So that's that's the trapper. Here's my thought on this whole thing. Oh I am still showing gears. I do appreciate that. So this is why this is why you're this is why you're on top of things, dupless. This is why you're on top of things. Uh I can show let I me mean, let me show some uh red dead footage while we're while we're sitting here. So while you're doing all this stuff in Red Dead though, right? It feels a little weird. And what I mean by that is it's the same shit that you've been doing the entire time in Red Dead Redemption regardless, right? The only difference now is um you're you're now a bounty hunter for real. You're getting paid to be a bounty hunter. Before you're just going out and pretending you're a bounty hunter and like killing people and just for fun, right? Now you're actually getting paid for it. So a little bit more interaction, okay? The trapper You were already killing animals, right? Because you were turning them into the butcher to make money, okay? Now you're doing the same process, making the same money, okay? Still killing the things, still turning them in, and now you're getting a little bit extra because now you're delivering stuff, right? All for cosmetic stuff, right? The cosmetic stuff is now there's three ways that you can do this. You can either level up your ranks and get the cosmetics, there's a premium pass now, a battle pass, okay, for free, okay, and you go up pretty fast doing that. Or you do the bottom premier pass, which costs $35, which I think is about $20 or $25 of real currency, okay? 35 gold bars like $25 uh, in the game. So if you buy the premium, premium pass, all three classes, okay, you're spending about sixty dollars, fifty to sixty dollars of gold bars, in real life currency, IRL currency, into gold bars, and it's about sixty dollars for this free content. Now, if people have been playing the game, okay, and mind you, if you've been playing the game, you have enough gold bars to do everything. Right? You you just do. Well, you should. Right, you do by doing stuff, by doing stuff or not doing stuff, and and Rockstar just giving you gold bars, right? They're giving you gold bars because they know you're going to spend because now you bought this and maybe you want to get something else. But now you can buy stuff in the store, okay, like in the in the game shop by either using gold bars, leveling up, or using the new currency they've put in the game, which I don't know what they're called, but they're blue coins now. And then there's different three tracks. So if you're a bounty hunter, there's a 10-level there's a skill tree or 20 levels of skill tree that you can go up and buy cosmetics there one in collector, one in trapper. So if you're a person that was playing this game before and you were grinding, this is just more stuff for you to grind and it's fantastic, right? For you, if you are a fan of the game. If you're not a person that was doing that before, this is not going to make you come back and continue doing it because you're doing the exact same stuff that you were doing before this came out, right? You're just grinding certain things for money. For what, right? To get the stuff. So it might be boring for other people. Now here's... Here's my thing. Last week, I was like, bounty hunter seems like an okay thing, right? Because it's in the world. You, you fight other people. You're getting bounties. You're, you're doing like quests, but the trapper and the collector collectors just seems like a waste of time. Really? Just like, I want to, I feel like riding my horse around. So that's what I'm going to do. Right. And now, because I just feel like riding my horse around. Now I can get to get some money on the side because now I'm collecting stuff. I just want to be passive. I don't want to fight anybody. I just want to sightsee and and ride my horse. Right. But what is the substance in this game? And I feel there is no substance. But for some inkling, I want to go back, and I just love riding that horse. I just love the world that it is. But the world is just so empty, right? There's no in-game economy. There's no trading. There's nothing of, of of that sort. I guess you could trade and be like, I don't know, can you trade? Can I drop stuff for you? I don't think I can. I think once it's on me, it's me. I mean, I guess I could be like, Hey, I have this deer. I'll trade you this deer for whatever you have. You know what I mean? Like, I'll trade for your squirrels, right? I, I don't know. There's no, there's no in-game economy. And that is what I'm worried about in this game because this game is beautiful. It's wide open. There's so much stuff to do, but yet nothing to do, right? There's no reason to do it. There's no, there's no thriving to get me to come back to be like, Hey, you're a bounty hunter now. Great. Can I use my money on what other than cosmetics? Can I build a house? Can I make some farmland? Can I make a start a business? What, what can I do? Because the business as being a trapper, that's not your business. That's Crips' business that you're a slacky, a lackey, you know what I mean? Just running stuff for him to make cash.
1: Right. I don't know, man. I think they were desperate to find something to get people to keep playing the game.
0: But the people that were playing the game are going to love this, the content anyway, and they're still playing I, the game. I don't I, think this I, is I, enough to bring people back.
1: Yeah, I believe that I called this before the game came out. You did? I called I call this 100%, and it's exactly where we are right now. That the the staying power of the Wild West is nowhere near the staying power of mob-style, gangster-style, the bling-bling, best cars, best boats, best bikes, best planes. Like, you, all that stuff, all the toys you can do... I mean, the, the the rocket packs are flying around skyscrapers, trying to shoot each other with the rocket sled, and all kinds of crazy stuff that goes on. And now I'm on a horse in 1844. <laughs> right. like, hey. like there's no, i it, it's, it's nice. It looks beautiful. The single player was amazing. It's a great game. Right. And now that game is over. Right. Right, you're not gonna you're not gonna drag Red Dead Two for five years. Well, you can if or, they or six or six years. Well, they can. You're, you're, they're not gonna
0: if they do it correctly,
1: right? What's well, so, correctly? Well, in Grand Theft Auto Five,
0: I know it's all microtransactions and stuff like that, but you can own a nightclub, you can own a gun smuggling thing, you can own certain biz- like physical businesses, you can own businesses in Grand Theft Auto where you're you're maintaining them. You have to advertise for your club. So you have to go do missions for advertising. You have to drop off flyers I, and stuff. I, I
1: get it. I get it. So, but, no, but the issue, the issue with this is this: if if they do what Dupless says they're going to do, right? If they, let's say they did make a single player DLC, let's nice. just say they did, right? Then that would say to the public as a whole that they can't make they can't make the same amount of money off of this as they can GTA Five, right? Right. right. And and that's why they won't do it.
0: If if they, they come out with DLC, if they come out with DLC, that means they're not making as enough money like GTA, right? That's correct. Because GTA that's is making so much money, they're like, why waste our time with 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 DLC? That's correct. Okay,
1: I which, think... which which also sets the precedent of where is the incentive for us to make good quality product if I don't need to? Right, exactly. Though, if you want
0: to, uh, people were in my chat the other day were like, look, if you make a DLC. If you make content with story and, and and substance, I'll come back. I'll pay you 40 bucks. I'll pay you 50 bucks. I'll pay you 60 bucks for a full-fledged content, right? For instance, off topic, Monster Hunter Iceborne came out, right? Monster Hunter World Iceborne came out, right? $40. Over 100 dollars worth of content. $40. Bucks. They made proven? the content, right? Proven? There's no yeah, proven. People have already played. Hundred hours worth of content, right? The people that reviewed it, like I put, I put in this much time. Okay, there's over a hundred hours for forty bucks. Okay, Witcher did it. Witcher, did it. Witcher did it, right? Witcher did it. I'm sure Cyberpunk is going to do it. Uh, Monster Hunter's doing it. Yet these guys are like, no, can't do it. We just We just don't make money. We just don't make money. We got to keep the lights on. Yep. Okay. Like, what they could do in this game right now, off the top of my head, like Grand oh, Theft Auto. Don't,
1: don't get me started, bro. Okay. Have a, have, a,
0: have a farm, okay? And then I can put stuff into the farm. I could uh, raise cows. I could raise horses. Uh, I have to stop people from uh, from hijacking them, stealing them. Uh, I have to stop animals from killing them, right? There's so many things right there. Just those five things I just explained could be literally 20 to 40 hours worth of content because you have to go out and get certain things. You have to find the horses. You got to find the cows. You got to do some missions for someone. And someone's like, hey, you know what? Thanks for doing helping me i have an old farm if you want to take it over
1: right uh, over in the hills you want to hear my idea
0: fantastic yeah go ahead you
1: want, to hear, you want to hear my idea okay so what they do is they give people spots in a town that hasn't been built yet yeah right you have to grind in whatever area of the town you think you want to work in right whether it be like the saloon right, one, the sheriff's person, office, one person can do it a farmer the herdsmen, like all of that, right. but the the missions that you go on, the town's not built yet. The missions you go on are are related to that, right? And they have it go on for like a month, right? Just a month. And anybody, the top people in each of those categories are the first people, are the first people, to build the town, that's player built. And now everybody else has to interact with those people because they wanted to be there, right? Right. They have those jobs, and now it's a play around old West town, and the sheriff has to do the sheriff stuff, and the and the here's, store guys do the sheriff stuff. Now everybody else who didn't make it are are all become like the outlaws or the people that do the stuff that goes against them. Here's
0: here's but, the here's the problem with that, right? Why? What's wrong with that? No, I love it, but the problem with that is, what about if I join a server and someone else
1: is already the sheriff? And I was the sheriff, and and the, and the original server. You, they put you in a town where you're the. Oh, there's only one winner. There's only one winner. There's only so many winners. Not everybody can be it. Well, that's that's
0: what I'm saying though. Like if they have a hundred servers, there's a hundred people that have won that sheriff spot.
1: Whatever. So if there's, if, but if there's three hundred, let, let's let's say let's say there's a hundred servers. Okay. Then there's only a hundred sheriffs. Period. That's it. I I that's think it. I think they could just do it. I,
0: I hate to. To compare it to this, but Fallout 76 does it actually pretty well, right? I build a, I build a camp. I put it somewhere. I could build my house literally anywhere on the map, right? Yeah, I, I get that. But right. I'm talking about still no, the whole fucking no, 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 I got you. I got you. I could, I could literally put my house anywhere on the map, and if someone's in the exact same spot as me, it says, hey, do you want to join this server? If not, you can join another server, and then your house might be there, right? So you could go with no house and put your house in a new location, or you can go to your server that you find and then find your business
1: whatever same thing
0: there needs to be there needs to be something like you're saying where there's if i'm the sheriff i'm a sheriff and now i'm i'm the sheriff of that town Uh, someone's the clothing dealer someone's
1: town if the town can't maintain enough positive outlook then the town starts to fall apart and then sometimes it'll go away and when that town goes away openings start up again for the next week to see who gets to start the next town i i i think something to do i think something like that would be cool Right? Then then when you have two established towns, if the towns last a long time, then they become an established town. Now you can try to take over other towns.
0: I, I just think they're missing out on, on on the houses, man. They could build so many houses. Listen,
1: it, it doesn't have to be like Fallout either where you build your own house. It's just going to be a prefab house. It doesn't matter. The mentality, they don't think deeply about a, a rich intertwined content between players. They're only concerned about trying to make something to funnel money out of your pocket.
0: Right. Which takes me to the next topic. Fallout 76. Okay, Can I go to the restroom while you talk about this? Sure. Fallout 76 came out with a fridge and a robot. Okay. Now, they've also put stuff in. Now, this is not my words. This is Pete Hines' words. Yes, we have microtransactions. And no, it will only be for cosmetic only. Cosmetic only. Repair kit. Okay, a repair kit, when you're short on time, okay, that's the description. When you're short on time, repair kit, meaning uh, my thing's broke. I don't have time to go find the materials to fix it, so I just need a repair kit, and I can do it anywhere in the world. I don't have to travel back to my base, right? They're convenient. S- they're convenient, right? They're selling that, right? Scrap kit, when you can't make it back to your camp, right, which in a survival game, you would think that's probably of one of the reasons you're like, hey, I have to go out and find lead. And if I die with lead on me, I'm going to lose all the lead, right? So I have to be careful, right? Nope. You can just send it back whenever you want and do that. Just cosmetics, they said, okay? And I was like, ah, eh, whatever. I play the game, not a big deal because I, I find all my stuff anyway. I don't need it. I just go back to my base. I repair my own gear because I, now I earned a backpack in the game where I can carry like 375 pounds worth of stuff. I can carry a lot of stuff, right? So I, I don't have a problem. Okay, they made a weapon that's a knife, but it's called the Invader. It's the only weapon in the game that you can buy that's not in the game that you can find. Okay, it's in the cosmetic shop, it's an actual weapon, it's an alien-looking weapon, and it's not like OP, but it's still a weapon that you can't get anywhere else except in the atomic shop. Now they've gone too far, okay? Everyone says, well, it's no big deal, it's just a fucking refrigerator. No. They created a survival game where in the game your food spoils. Okay? It just spoils. Every time you travel, it spoils fast. Like if you fast travel, it spoils faster because it's taking account that instead of you walking from point A to point B, it they're they're making it fast forward like you went 10 minutes later. So that that's spoiled, right? They just fixed that a couple patches ago, so now it spoils slower when you fast travel or doesn't spoil now when you fast travel. So they put the mechanic in the fucking game, okay? Where your food spoils, and I said when the first game came out, when it first came out, I said they should put a fridge or a cooler or something so you so you can put your food in. I said downstream, I was like, so your your food doesn't spoil as fast. Someone put this on Reddit, and they took that idea, and they put it in the in the Atomic Shop now, right? Where you can buy the fridge. Here's the problem: we make the food spoil fast. Here's the solution: buy our refrigerator. Can you earn it in game? No, you cannot. You cannot earn it in game. You can only earn it in the atomic shop by paying 700 atoms. Oh, what's that? You say you can earn atoms within the game. Yes, you can. Okay. To get uh, 700 atoms, if you do the dailies every day, it would take you, uh, I think you get 150 a day, if that. Okay. By the end of the week, you might be able to get it. But the time that you put in, you're putting about eight to 10 hours in just to get enough atoms to buy a fridge which then helps you in a game mechanic that should be already in the mechanic okay if you're going to make something like this in the game then it should be it should be in the fucking game right i should be able to go on a mission a quest something it doesn't even have to be a quest it could be randomly in the world okay i happen to uh, explore somewhere i walk into a place i'm like oh what's this oh a plan for a refrigerator Fantastic. And it could look like the shittiest fridge where the hinges are coming off. I don't care. Right? It's in the game. I could put my food in there. It stops it from spoiling. 50%. 50% slower. Okay? It slows down. Instead, they're putting the actual thing in the store, and then they're going to charge you for cosmetics on top of that. Okay? Which is asinine. Okay? Because you should be able to get the thing in the game first, and then... You can make it cool looking. You can make it with a Coca Cola. You can make it whatever you want.
1: We, yeah, we we discussed this time and time again. How they will invent, they will invent an issue in the game that they will remedy with a, with a with an item from the store. Right. We already discussed this kind of thing. So if you're gonna make it grindy, right?
0: You're gonna make it where they they put a mechanic where it's grindy. Uh, stuff is too heavy, so you can't carry so many things. Right. The food spoils the spoil and fast and it, it, right the, the 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 food spoils faster you don't have time uh, but now you have time to pay to play right pay to play and on top of that they put a robot in the game now in a survival game the whole point of it is to go out and get scavenge. junk scavenge get junk bring it back make stuff now while you're in the game it only works while you're in the game thank God because if it did fucking junk collecting while the game was off, then we're just a mobile fucking game now, right? Just like a time thing. Oh, come back in two hours. You'll have enough junk. It's like, great. So I log in. I get my junk. Come in once a week. Collect the junk, right? That's what it would be. Instead, you have to how be, ma-
1: how many How many robots can I buy?
0: I think— Well, you can only buy one plan. It's a plan. I, I, I think one. If you could buy multiple, it only scavenges around your base. So yeah. then you want to put your base near something, like a town, right? Because then, I don't know the circumference of the actual thing, but it collects junk for you and scrap. And sounds like, put,
1: it, so, it sounds like a scam on top of a scam. And it, then really it puts does. You, and it puts your stuff in a camp.
0: That costs 500 which is $5. And the fridge costs $7, which is 700 atoms, right? That's $12. Now, put that in perspective. DLC that Bethesda has come out with in the past is like $15 to $20, For like eight to ten hours worth of actual content. Okay. This is two dollars (laughs) more than that. And it's a fucking fridge and a robot. This is this is this has gone too far. Obviously, I still play Fallout 76, but the the mindset now, I'm just like, I, I I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it anymore, Sarge. I'm paying for games. And I think I'm more lenient on Fallout 76 because I didn't pay it and it was a gift, right? Cuz I didn't spend my hard-earned money on it, so I'm like whatever, I'm cool with it. But I can't. I can't I I don't I don't think I could do it anymore. This goes into my next part of my rant here, okay?
1: Well, but, but oh, oh, never my god. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, no. no. Say, say well, what you you say. keep saying you keep saying that you don't know if you can do it anymore. So like you're you're not talking the same way I'm talking, which is no no. I've basically given up on most games.
0: Well, here's I'm, you I'm, your
1: your your decision is you're gonna get them on Game Pass and correct. if it's not on Game Pass, that's it. Well, what I what that says to me, what that says to me is the industry is purposely uh, fucking with you. I've said on that back the in December. Value of your own purchases yep. to make you think that it's better off that you actually pay a monthly service fee. Yep. Rather I, than getting a game. I, I said
0: that. I said that back in December. When I came out and everyone was talking about EA and, and and stuff, I said that EA is making shitty games on purpose and then putting them on their service so they can charge you a monthly fee instead of getting the sixty dollars over the time, right? That's what I said that EA was doing purposely making half ass games and charging you so when you pay the 10 bucks a year or 12 bucks or 15 bucks a year, they're making actually more money yeah yeah, no I, I'm sorry, a month where you're making you're paying like 120 150 a, a year. They're making more money off you that way than if you just bought one to two games, right? That's that's what they're doing. So what you just said, I played Gears. Gears is a full-fledged AAA game. I paid zero for it. They have microtransactions in that game, right? Cosmetic only. My only problem with cosmetics only in that game is that they're selling flags for $7. Flags, like a banner, right? $7. For a flag, okay? And I'm like, I don't get the microtransaction. That should be like 25 cents. 25 cents. That's not how it works. I No, that's how it should work. I understand that's not how it works. Okay. Sea of Thieves. I was going to play it. I went back (coughs) because they had the uh, aporium opened up. A year and a half after the game came out. Now, I've already been playing it for two and a half years, right? I played it one year in in alpha. And now one year is full complete launch. The DLC came out. Now, mind you. The game came out. I paid full price for the game. I paid full price for the game when it came out. I did not get it on Game Pass because at the time, I didn't have Game Pass. So I paid full price for Sea of Thieves. I waited one year for them to get actual content in the game, right, and put more stuff in. And one year later, it was a better game. But I paid full price and waited for that game to be not even complete still, right? No Man's Sky, I paid full price Okay, and I waited three years, and it's still not complete yet. But it's 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 a better game. I paid, well, I didn't pay, but Fallout seventy six I bought a year ago, where Brain bought it for me a year ago and gave it to me. Okay, waited, it's almost a year. Now they're coming out with the Wastelanders, yet they keep microtransaction stuff and now putting stuff in the game. They're here's the problem, here's the solution. Let me pay, for, let me charge you for it. Everyone's doing it, and Destiny's doing the exact same thing, right? Just Dest- slower. Destiny's doing it slower, right? And now they're already, they're what's the word I'm looking for? They're already buffing or making you believe, right? They're pre doing the the reason. Okay, Destiny Two is, man, we're just it's 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 just too big. It's oh, let's just, not it's, get into. that. Are we getting into that we're, right we're now? We're slowly getting into it right now. So, Game Pass, to me, right now as a streamer.
1: Okay, and, and this is and this is this is the moment I told you that people would start having.
0: So right now, I played. I'm I'm playing Gears of War. I'm playing the shit out of Gears of War. Maybe I won't touch it after this week, but the amount of hours I put into Gears of War and I paid ten dollars for two hundred games on Game Pass, and then when I'm done with it, I'm just I'm done with it, right? And if they come out with DLC, I'll purchase the DLC, right? But there's there's no reason, there is no reason to buy a full fledged game anymore. Because a full-fledged game is not even a full-fledged game anymore. It's full price, sixty percent of the game. The other forty percent comes over within the next year of your time. Maybe, maybe, right, maybe, right? It, if it's a game as a service, it could be two years. Battlefield, Battlefront. You know what I mean? Like Grand Theft Auto, you paid for. Grand Theft Auto and and Red Dead are in two different ballparks, right? They're they're in the same ballpark, but they're different di- ballparks because they sold you a full-fledged hundred-hour single-player campaign, and then the online is just a cherry on top, right? And that's why I have no problem. I I have a problem with the microtransactions. They charge, but I have no problem because they gave you a full-fledged game, right? Red Dead was a full-fledged game, one of my favorite games of all time. The problem with the other games, Fallout 76. Now, Fallout 76 gave you a single-player, 100-hour campaign, and then threw threw on top of that this online mode like a Rockstar did with Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead. I would be in a completely different mindset because it's a cherry on top not the actual game you paid for right it's a free to play game i would have no problem with it but it's a full price game with microtransactions and they're making stuff in the game that you need to buy to make your experience better right you don't have to get it sarge you don't have to but your food's gonna spoil 50 percent faster if you don't right like you don't have to get the scraps but if you if you don't want to die you can just send them back to your thing right it's those little things here and there. I I I don't think because Outer Worlds comes out in October, that's Game Pass. That's over a hundred hour game. I don't have to buy sixty dollars. I'm just gonna buy it and play it, or you know,
1: just play it off Game Pass and be done but, with it. But but I still but this is I go I go back to the same point. Like what do the developers make for people that have bought in Game Pass? Like what is it? I don't know. Where, how do they get the money to pay for their game up front? Like how does that work? I mean, but barring the fact that it might be an Epic exclusive, let's leave that. Let's leave Epic out of it completely. If the development company waits for the actual sale of the game to recoup the money that they spent making the game, if my game is on Game Pass, then how am I recouping the money that I would normally get if people would buy the game? If they're only paying 10 bucks a month as opposed to uh, $60 it's, it's, up it's, front.
0: It's $10 a month, and then there's microtransactions, right? Gears has microtransactions.
1: Yeah, but I don't know, man. It, the, the system just seems weird. It it, it doesn't click right. Somebody on course probably did the math on this and what percentages they would make over the first three months or six months of the game coming out. I get it, but either Microsoft has got to be fronting them money, of course they are, or, or, or something has to be going on because otherwise I don't see how the how a development company would agree to be on Game Pass.
0: I mean, they have not made making money up front. One, they're underneath the title, right? Like, like the studio is under Microsoft, so they're different than if someone you're talking about like uh, Cyberpunk 2077, if they sign an you exclusive know, un- deal. Unless,
1: unless there's only two two major AAA titles a year that come out, then I could see it making a little bit of sense. You know what I mean? Because you're paying ten bucks a month or fifteen, yeah, bucks does- a month and at 120 a year, but that still doesn't make up for all the other games that are on there. How are they getting paid?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how the Indies... the the, the AAA, I get right because they're going to sell regardless, because people are going to buy Game Pass
1: for and no one, Gears no Five. No one discusses this ever. No one discusses this ever. How does how does the AAA company get paid if they're on Game Pass? So so,
0: Gears is selling Game Pass, right? Like if you if you want Gears, it's oh for sure first party it's, it's, title, yeah, first party series. Yeah. No 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 doubt. But how does the indie developer get paid? On Game Pass, that's what I'm warning. Because at least an indie developer on Steam, you start to buy the game, right? It's five bucks, ten bucks, fifteen bucks. You're paying ten for two hundred games. If it's an indie developer, they're getting lost in the shuffle, right? They're getting lost in the shuffle because no one's buying it for Eden Finch, right? They're buying it for Gears, and they might play Eden Finch later down the road, right? Like that's that. It's 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 very strange to me the way. Game Pass and all these other services are, are structured. That's why EA is doing their gaming service because all their games. It makes sense for first-party titles. It's the other games that are not under the umbrella of the companies that I'm, 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 I'm baffled by.
1: Right? I, guess, I guess this kind of story will come out eventually. Somebody's going to do a report on this. I'm not sure there's enough information currently right now to figure out how that works financially, but I'm assuming that there are people starting to work on this kind of story soon. So Because when, when, when Stadia comes out, I'm sure someone's gonna be looking into the whole how is this how does this work? How how is how is the game being paid for? How are the development teams being paid? So I'm assuming, right? So cause
0: Monster Hunter World is on Game Pass. I'm assuming six months, eight months, ten months down the line, Monster World uh, Iceborne will be on Game Pass, right? I'm I'm assuming it would, right? I, I'm not gonna play it now. I'll wait. I'll wait eight months to a year and then
1: play it, right? Yeah, but but that but that's the other that's the other conundrum I have, right? It used to be the game comes out, everyone jumps on the game they like, they play the game through. It usually runs anywhere between three months to a year, depending on the size of the game, the size of the content, and then you move on to the next game. You're telling me that you're going to go back to a game that's already a year and a half, a year and a half old, mm-hmm. a year from now. Yep. And you're actually going to get into it? Like, you're actually going to be mindset to be in that game again, going to go back to that game for that 40, 50 hours, and then and then stop playing that game again? Like, I, I don't see how people are going to juggle these titles the way I, like, like you're saying that they're going to juggle them. Well,
0: I'm saying... When you're I'm, done with the I'm game, talking, you're done with the game. I'm talking about me, right? I don't go back and play Monster Hunter uh, again. But this is an expansion, but I don't want to pay $40 for it. And I have other games to play, what? right? So right now, uh, like I said, Outer Worlds comes out at the, in October. So that'll be the game I play in October. Now I do have this struggle that I'm I'm, I'm doing right now. Like, what game do I want to play? What game do I want to play? Right? Do I play No Man's Sky? Do I play Red Dead Redemption? Do I play? I'm I'm enjoying Gears now. Like, I'm gonna Destiny comes out. That's the sixty dollar title I'm buying. Right? I'm buying it one because it's a business write off, and two, it's not even my money anymore. I, I I got the Bing rewards. I have like a gift card still saved that I did purposely for this, so I didn't have to spend my money on Destiny, right? $60 so I have and I do two podcasts. I do this one. I do the podcast on Monday nights. It's part of it's part of my my job, right? So I I don't know if I want to purchase all these new games anymore. I'd rather play a game, a single player game. Like I want to play through Tomb Raider, the last Tomb Raider that came out last year. I haven't played that yet. I haven't played Last of Us yet, right? I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn yet, right? Both of those games are 50 hours 100 hours you know what i mean like there's there's a lot of stuff i can play i can go back and play the dlc for spider-man all the dlcs pay 30 bucks for that and and and, and be done with it you know what i mean like to me there's no unless you want to keep up with the joneses and and pay 60 dollars for a 60 you want to pay 60 dollars for a 60 percent done game and then wait a year right you paid full price for division you gotta wait division's not out yet all division's content's not out yet you paid, you paid for this game. It's not out yet. You're going to pay for Destiny. Got to wait until next summer before all Destiny content's out.
1: Yeah, but then the reverse of that is not only am I paying for Game Pass, but I'm also paying $60 for these games that are not on Game Pass that I want to play. So now I'm paying for a game and I'm paying Game Pass. Right.
0: That's why I said I'm not going to get Borderlands off the bat. I said I'll wait till it goes on sale, which reminds me, tomorrow, tonight, whatever you want to talk about, Borderlands 3, $10 discount. At Walmart, you could buy a physical copy for ten dollars off. That sounds
1: weird, right? That sounds weird. Day one, Day ten dollars off for the physical copy. For a physical copy, ten dollars off. Physical
0: copy. Yep.
1: Don't you don't you
0: find that strange? I I personally don't find it strange because I and this is a speculation, right? I think you have the same idea that I have. There's I'm waiting for the other foot to drop on, shoe. on a shoe. The other shoe. If, which is foot is dropping. We need to talk. All right, the other shoe, whatever. Uh, I'm waiting for it to drop because there is something, and I don't know what. I don't know what. I I told you this. No, but I, I said this the other day. I There's something up, and when Samato when Samato when Samato got deleted off the internet, and I said I'm I don't like what they're doing. There's something There's something wrong. I love Borderlands. I watch people play Borderlands today. The integration on Twitch phenomenal when you get when you play a badass it picks a random person from your chat it names the badass after them and then the chat can literally vote in real time to make the badass even stronger double damage all this oh, really oh instantaneous it's it's phenomenal it's phenomenal sounds sounds a little strange though doesn't it right it's phenomenal when you find a chest everyone can submit to go into the chest before you open the chest and then everyone votes and then when you open up people that watch your chat can win the stuff that's in the chest as well, right? They don't get both things or whatever's in the chest, but they get one of it, and not everyone wins. It's only a percentage of it, people that win,
1: right? Still sounds pretty cool, though.
0: Yeah, it's no, no, that's, that's excellent. The game looks excellent. Everything looks excellent. I'm not dissing on Borderlands in any way, shape, or form. But there's something that I don't like, and it's 2K. Look what 2K has done, okay? 2K has put gambling inside of Grand Theft Auto, right? They've put gambling inside of Red Dead Redemption 2. They've put um, <clears throat> gambling inside of, of 2K basketball. basketball, right? They have loot boxes and other, other games they, they've they done, okay? This is a 2K game. It's a Gearbox game, but it's a 2K game. Yep. And I, there's just a gut feeling I have that Submotto some saw something that they didn't want to get out and they just had nuked him off the planet. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's the reason why I'm not buying. That's the reason why I'm not buying Borderlands. Correct.
0: That's the reason I'm not buying it as well. Now I'm sure people are going to have fun, and I'm sure there's a people, a lot of people that don't even give two shits, and they won't even bat an eye. And they're still going to buy the game and it's going to sell millions of copies. But there's still that population of people on Steam, okay, that have to wait six months before they can play the game because they don't like Epic Store, right? They don't like right. the Epic Store. That's strike one, right? They've already had the exclusivity with Epic, right? They're doing a discount on day one, which seems really weird. Yeah, but Dupless, they, they, sent, ma- they, they made sent, him delete it. They, they sent investigators to his house. <laughs> they, they made him delete right? it. There's just, there's just. Look, you can play the game. I'm not. I don't think of you any differently. I'm not buying it because I believe me. I watch it. I'm like, man, I want to play that game so bad. But I'm sticking to my guns, man. I'm sticking to my guns because I have a feeling that they're going to drop something in this game. And yes, they already said there's microtransactions in the game as far as not true microtransactions. Right. But Bethesda said they weren't going to put anything in there except cosmetic items. And look what's happening. Right? And there's a basketball game with microtransactions and it's gambling. Right? They're, They're pushing the envelope. And because the words out of their mouth say one thing, doesn't mean it's another, right? Like Destiny's already promoting the size, the size, the size. And we're gonna talk about that in the next thing. But Borderlands 3, they hype the shit out of this game.
1: Yeah, like, like, like first of all, let, let me let me interject here real quick. I've never seen so much advertisement for a game that already has a full Backing of the community. Yeah. Like everyone's waiting for this game. If you didn't advertise it for it all, the dates on the wall. i I know it. Right. Okay. Four different trailers, a musical number. Oh. Uh cross promotion. There's like 20 videos. There's, right? more there's than a four. commercial. It looks like a yeah. like, like a normal commercial. Yeah. Like you're selling toothpaste and there's a there's a yeah. there's a psycho in in the, in the toothpaste commercial <laughs> or whatever. However, there were three games over the last four months that got zero advertisements and nobody even knew the games even came out. Didn't even know they come out. Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, one of them. I didn't even know it All released. Right? And it re- you didn't even know, you didn't even know it released. So I find it strange how much publicity for this kind of for this game, and a day one ten dollars off, right? That says listen. That says to me that I'm I'm sorry. That says to me that within the first month you'll see nothing, and then the microtransaction nonsense will be put into place after the first month. Well. And and the reason why I believe that is because very limited reviewers went out. Gonna right? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say the reviewers. Only six or seven people got the review keys. They were all independent accounts. Okay. the The masses didn't get the review copies of the media. They wanted to keep because they want things to get out, whatever that means. And they said that the version of the game that the reviewers had is not the version of the game that's coming that's, that's right. going to be sold. It's to a them.
0: different. It was a different build. It's and they, a different build. And they gave them a different account on the Epic Store, right?
1: Right. I don't know, I don't know how many I don't know how many clues you need before you start putting
0: the puzzle together, yeah, I think I think something's gonna happen, and this is when data mining comes in, right? This is when I want to see someone come up and find something within the code when it comes out. Uh, we'll We'll probably find out something this weekend, right? Because as soon as the game releases, they're going to
1: find before by Monday.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, by this weekend. They're, okay. they're going to start reading through that code and, and find something. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe they haven't released that code yet, right? Maybe they haven't done anything like that to put in the game yet.
1: Well, because you have to have the reviews go good first before you release something.
0: Correct, because after the fact, once they have your money,
1: it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter.
0: Because it's a digital copy. You have two hours. You're going to play more than two hours. That's correct. Okay. So once you've got your $60... Hundred bucks, hundred twenty, hundred fifty for the for the deluxe edition, whatever version version you got, right? And then the people that now have a ten dollars discount that were waiting on Steam, they're like, ten dollars off, I can get it for console,
1: right? Uh, And that's what I that's what I think that's about. I think the ten dollars off is for the people that are on the fence about waiting six months to play it on on their PCs. I think that's what it is. I thought about it.
0: I was like, well, ten bucks, like buy buy for fifty bucks instead of sixty. $10 Ten dollars off—that's a good one. Why do I why why wait six months? But I can spend fifty bucks now and play it, and then I'll just buy it again later, right? you know what I mean?
1: When, and when I buy it again later, does it come out full price after six months, or is it gonna yeah, be discounted then too? No, no, full price for Steam members then, <laughs> right? So I don't, it just sounds weird, man. It, there's 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 a lot of flags here, man. There's a lot of I flags,
0: know. and I know we're speculating, and I know we might be the crazy guy on the on the side of the corner of New York City holding up a sign saying the world's coming to an end, man. But it just seems weird. It's two K. And I don't trust 2K. I don't trust 2K as far as I can throw them. right? The only company that right now that I trust in is CD Projekt Red. okay? Because I have no reason to not trust them based on the other game they released, Witcher 3, and how much uh, content they put in that game and how much support they put in with that game. I have no problem with it. But Bethesda, on the other hand, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield... There's definitely going to be microtransactions. There's definitely going to be something in there. There's definitely going to be. Anyway, let's 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 move on uh, to Destiny, right? Destiny's Shadowkeep. If you guys haven't seen Dark Lord, uh, who's also name is Joker on YouTube, uh, he talked about the size, and I actually was going to bring this up, and he made a video today about it, which I thought was pretty funny. Okay, so. This is this is where the title of the, of the of the show today is size matters. Okay, Destiny Two Shadowkeep, as of right now, I'm sorry, Destiny Two as of right now, I'm not with Shadowkeep, Destiny Two, Osiris, Warmind, Forsaken, The Forges, Gambit, and Opulence. Right now, with all the patches and everything we've had since September of 2017, which is two years, is 88.8 gigabytes. On my hard drive right now. Okay, that's all the content that's been in the game. Shadowkeep, when it comes out, is going to be 165 gigs. 165 gigs.
1: That seems a bit large.
0: Bethesda Game Studio isn't the problem. The Bethesda software and Zenimax, they're all the same. Duplis, they're all the same. Um, they're all under one big umbrella. And if uh, if Dad tells you to clean your room, you clean your room right and Zenimax is the dad of Bethesda games right now so they they if they say do what i tell you that's what they have to do yeah it's 165 gigs for shadow keep when it comes I out okay? i already
1: have questions i already have questions now please continue
0: now mathematically these are not my words these are luke smith on multiple occasions said that this content coming out with shadow keep is about the size of rise of iron expansion, okay, in scale and in size, right? Like in, in just the this what's in the game and the map. Okay. I'm assuming again it's all assumption that the moon is gonna be the same moon that we had, but it's gonna look different. And then they're gonna add about the same size area of like the plague lands onto the moon, right? I'm I'm assuming. Right.
1: So well, if it's if it's the same size as rise of iron, that would stand to reason. Right. So, Rise of Iron
0: was 14 gigs, 14 gigs, okay, total. All right, just that expansion was 14 gigs. Okay. So let's just say Shadow keeps bigger, about the size. So we'll give it, we'll give it bigger. We'll, well say. You want to say 20? You want to give it just well, I'll 20? Give it, I'll give it 20 gigs. I'll give it 20 gigs. We'll say 20. All right. So if I add 20 gigs to the 88.8 gigs, okay, it's 100. It's, 100, it's 108 100 gigs. gigs. It's 108 gigs of of content. Where the fuck? Where the fuck do they get an additional 140 I'm sorry, 40 46 gigs of content. 46 gigs is half the size of everything we have now, okay? And 165 gigs is double of what we have now just for this one
1: expansion. Maybe maybe each and every single mod has its own place physically in the world. It doesn't matter how much of that is Battle Pass.
0: The point is, there's a hundred and sixty-five gigs. Okay. That's
1: double. That's double the size of the of actual what we have, game now, we have right now,
0: of right now. Right, double the size of Destiny Two, Osiris, Warmind, Forsaken, Forges, Gambit, and Opulence. Everything combined is eighty-eight gigs, and yet Shadowkeep itself is eighty-eight gigs. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And yet... No, Shadow, Shadowkeep's not 88 gigs. You said... No, 80, no, 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 no. 165 gigs. No, no. It's 165 gigs total. So you're downloading all of Destiny 2, Osiris again, plus Shadowkeep. So it goes from 88 gigs to 165 gigs total.
1: Oh, so it's it basically... It's 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 double what we have now. It's about 80 gigs worth of stuff.
0: Correct For Iron Banner... Or it's a Rise of Iron size content. It's doubling the actual hard drive space for just this game based on this one thing.
1: I, I, I already have a bunch of questions.
0: so my question is there's only one way that this can go, okay They're already preaching that they can't do it they're out of, they're out of space out of space, out of space they've said it multiple times and, and not they because it, they
1: keep putting it in your head
0: and they said not because of technical issues, right? No one said because of the of, of the of the uh, the engine, but I'll give it to them. let's say it is the engine. Okay. Why is this one thing eighty eight gigs? Why is it this much? Okay. When they have problems now, dark darkness talked about. Why don't they get rid of the languages? Why don't they get rid of the oh, like? I I I'm only playing it in English. I don't need it to be in German and Japan and Chinese and, and you know what I mean. Like and, have and, the option.
1: And, have the option to get rid of that. Portion just get them
0: all of the off off the drive, which will save a little bit, right? If they save now, the brain continent. Right? Inside the season, and they say they're getting rid of it because of space. All right, So here comes the content that you paid for, ten dollars. Right? It's part of the season pass. It's free though. It's free because it's included into the season pass, right? Which you paid for, but it's free. Free, but you paid for it, but it's free. Okay. So the season pass comes out with their the event and then it goes by. Now are they deleting the files from the thing or are they just shutting it off? Because if they're deleting the files, and this is what Darkness was asked, uh, Dark Lord, right, was asking, he's like, if they delete it, what's that going to do to the game as far as bugs, related bugs and issues? Okay, when they when they do that, right? Why spend the time on a on a on a, on a piece of, of uh, event content when it's going to be gone? Now, mind you, Reckoning has been in the game since the Gambit the season of the Drifter. Okay, six months ago it came out, started six months ago. Okay, three months ago it ended. Okay. They just patched it today to fix the loot that was happening in reckoning. It took them six months to do it. So here's my theory: they're putting content in every ten weeks. Okay, and it doesn't matter if it's bad or good because they're not going to fix it. Okay, which now you paid sixty bucks up front if you get the season pass. It's free, but you paid for it. It's part of the season pass, but it's free. Okay, and now 10 weeks go by. Let's say it's like another reckoning. Let's just say the event is as shitty as reckoning or as bad as whatever other event that we've never liked in the past. How is it that they're going to fix it? They're not. They're not going to fix it. They're not going to put any patches in it. They're just going to let it go. They're just going to be like, whatever. doesn't matter. So what's the incentive for them to make good content? What's the incentive? They already have your money up front. And then if if they see that the crowd is 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 pissed off about it, okay, you're going to be like, oh, look, Timmy, over here, over here. And then you're like, oh, a new season's coming out, right? And you start playing the new season, right? And you don't even care about the old season anymore. And then if you're outraged again for second season going, well, the last two seasons weren't very good. The activities weren't very good, right? That just goes, oh, don't worry. We're going to throw in something at the end. And then we're going to be like, oh, oh, it's so much better now, right? They listened to us. They did it. Like everything is, is they're, they're hedging their bet. They're hedging their bet of, of what what's happening with this game, right? How can you double double the size? My WoW retail and WoW Classic is only sixty two gigs. I don't I don't get but, it.
1: That's that's what we're talking about. So so the, the speculation that we're coming up with here is either the engine or the the coding for this game is horrendous, or it's gotta be horrendous. Or, or better that we say that we believe that the size problem is complete and total bullshit. bullshit. It's bullshit. Right. right, the the constant repeating that the game is too big, we've got to take stuff out because our servers are being taxed, or whatever is going on is just a a way to plant the seed for what, bro? They're gonna reset again. They're, right. they're gonna we're, reset we're it gonna because to reset for Destiny three yeah, because, because you can't we need, add... new, we need a new reason to yeah. reset. Right. The first reason was they blew up they blew up the tower. It was an in game reason. It was well, no, part no, no. of the story. No no, 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 no. It was it was also because the old old consoles couldn't couldn't run it oh, anymore. right. Right. The old consoles right. couldn't deal they with couldn't it. They couldn't run it anymore. Right. Right. So now now we're talking about the game can't handle it, the 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 servers can't handle it. Right. So now we got to get rid of well, it no, again. It's, it's
0: not even the servers. It's it's about it, they 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 never said it's about their servers. They never said it's about the thing. What they said was okay. What they said was that they don't want this size file on their players because 165 gigs. Not everyone has a giant hard drive on their on their system, right? My son only has I got a,
1: mine. I got mine for forty dollars. No, Everybody no, no, shut the fuck up. No, no, up. I
0: understand that. My son's Xbox. Only has forty gigs on it. He can't even, or I'm sorry, hundred gigs. He can't. He can't play. If I actually wanted to play with him, I would have to buy an extended hard drive. To play, right? They, they didn't, get it. They didn't blame their... They said, that, well, the systems just can't handle it, right? Before it was graphically, they couldn't handle it. And now it's storage capacity can't right. handle it. Even though you, you just answered the question, you could just go out and buy a hard drive to store that information, right? Like, a, you can get, like, a 4-terabyte hard drive for, like, 50 bucks, all right? Never worry about storage ever again until, like, Skyrim comes out, Elder Scrolls 6, where it's, like, a 1,000 <sighs> gigs, right? Are you going to bring this up on Monday? Um, yes and no. It all depends on if it if it peeks its head out, if it, if the questions a- asked, um, I'll 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 bring it up, but probably not because I I already know what they're going to say, um, and it's just a it's just a an endless battle. See, I on my platform, am informing people about this side of the conversation, right? Lono, he's good. And he does his side of that conversation. And then the people that watch this one and that one can start taking pieces out and what they like or what they don't like, what they want to listen to, what they want to believe, whatever, on either side. See, the difference is if if Bungie says it's about size, people will defend that. I won't say name. People will defend that, okay, because that's what they said, right? I get it. But I – beg to differ and mine's speculation because I'm just speculating there's no proof on my end because I don't have an insider to tell me, well, you're right. That's that's what it is, right? So that that's that's the problem. The problem is that I'm the guy on the side street of the corner saying the world's gonna end. Okay. And every prediction that I've made about Destiny, 90% of the fucking stuff has come true, right? Luke Smith in the interview on kind of funny games, right? Said outright, he said no we have no plans for the 2.0 system for weapons at this time but we're still going to put more thought into the build crafting okay build crafting and i've been saying for years it's build crafting until this day they will they will they will tell you oh crafting is not coming into the game build crafting is in the game that's what the armor's here for and they're going to adjust the the weapons at a later date 100%. Okay? But this, right now, this is, this is, I, I don't want to talk about politics, but politicians plant the seed and then go online and then go on forums and go on news shows and tell you that such and such is taking your guns away. No one's taking my gun away. Right? I still got my guns. Okay? Taking your guns away. And that's what they preach. That's what they think. And then when you're, when it happens or when something happens, they're like, yep, see? see? This is what the reason. That's what Bungie's doing right now. They're, they're, they're basically telling you that, look, it's not us. It's not us. The reason that our storage is, our game is just, it's just so convoluted. That's what it is. It's convoluted. The system, the programming is just convoluted, right? And we have too much space. And the systems, because they don't want to blame Microsoft. They don't want to blame PlayStation naming them. They just want to say the systems just can't handle it. So what this means is they're going to reset Destiny 3. Okay, they're going to reset you in Destiny Three because the game is too expansive. Okay, Luke Smith said in an interview that they can't put planets in the game and expand with planets. They have to pick and choose what they want, right? They said they can't just put brand new content in like that, right? Well, what's not new content? Old stuff they already built, like the Cosmodrome and the Moon, which they reskinned and then repurposed. And
1: put it out which for is, you, which is fine. Which is fine, right? I'm fine with it. Correct. I'm fine with it. But the reason, but don't, but don't tell me the game's too big. Right. Don't tell me the game's too big. The servers. Right. I can't do it because the
0: because of the consoles, because the consoles.
1: Well, it's, it, this is this is called planting a seed. Yeah, that's what it is. This is called planting a seed.
0: That's exactly what it is. They're just telling you that this is the reason they can't do it. So when it happens. So when they tell you D3, well, we have to reset everything, there's going to be people that defend it and go, well, they they had to do it. They had to do it because there was just no space left on my hard drive.
1: No. I, I don't believe that for a second. No.
0: The reason they're doing El- Elder,
1: it. Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, Elder Scrolls yeah. Online is right. a console game. It's 165 game. gigs. Right. That game is a hundred right, right. I was, I have the numbers. Yeah, it's, 100, it's right, a 165, it, it's, it's 165 gigs. gigs. I know it is. And that is a perpetuated real world MMO, MMO console. Yep. Okay. And it's 165 gigs right now. And it's been that on, way. On my hard drive. For yeah. 165 gigs on my hard drive. Expansion after expansion,
0: expanding the world. You can still go back to the old stuff. You go to the new stuff. How do they uh, do it? I don't know. It's gotta it must be, the, be magical. It's gotta I mean, be the engine. It, it's gotta right? be the engine. Right. It's, it's got to be, be the engine. engine. Everyone's going to blame the engine and blame the Xbox, but it's not Bungie. It's not Bungie. Bungie's
1: not trying to nickel and dime you. They're not trying to a la carte. I believe, I believe it's because they want to f- – what, what? this is the part I don't get. What I'm about to say is the answer, but I don't even understand the answer I'm about to give. That's all. Co- how <laughs> ridiculous it is. All say. right. Well, it's convoluted. It's just like Destiny. Destiny is releasing every year – technically in monetary value a full price game 60 to 80 dollars whether it's spread out or not how are you gonna look at it it's a full price game
0: every year well it's a full price game and then it's expansion with the season pass which makes it a full price game
1: whatever it's a full price game every year just call it what it is right so you're telling me that we have to reset the whole game and bring out another game with a new title so we can help sell the new game, because yep. we can't keep adding expansions Correct. onto this game like a WoW or Elder Scrolls Correct. because people don't like to buy into that. They want a brand new game. Right. Even though the game's the same. They want a brand new game and with new stuff. Thing.
0: right? They want a brand new game with new stuff to grind for, even though it'll be the old stuff that they already grinded for in the, for the last five years.
1: Right. It's just got a different picture on it. Right. So either you, either you make new content on an old game, or you make a brand new game with a different area, which you can just still put on the old game. If I give you three planets now over the course of the year and a half, or I make an entire new game with three planets on it, what's the difference? There is none.
0: The difference is I get your full price money up front instead of over over the year, right? I get it up front, and you get the content over the year. Right. It's it's ingenious. It's what it is. It is. It's ingenious, right? Hunk Client can sinker, and everyone comes out because Bungie doesn't have to defend themselves, Right the fans defend them on the process. And the only thing the fans can say is, well, if you don't like it, don't buy it, right? Well, my problem is I like the game. I just wish it had the full content that I paid for up front, right? Think about if the if the roles were reversed. What about if your game was free, okay? And after I played it, I decide what to pay you, right? You give me your full-fledged 500 million dollar game for free, okay? And I get to play as long as I want and then decide how much I'm going to pay you, right? Let's see if you like that, right? They're not. They're not going to like that. So instead, they sell to us. It's $300 right now. If you played for the last five years, it's $300 if you are a person that bought it and play it from the start. If you got it after the fact, it's cheaper and stuff. But if you're a diehard fan, you've paid $300 minimum, minimum, okay, as of right now.
1: And how many years has it been out? Five years. Five years it's it, that's right. It, it's a full price game yeah, every year. full price game yeah that's what it is. Just call it what it is. It's a full price degree, but it's not just a, like a call of duty,
0: but it's not a, just
1: like a battlefield, but it's not a full just
0: but it's not a full but game it,
1: but it's not a full game. I get it. Right. I get it right. So are they worried that sales have been dropping with each successive expansion because they don't have a mega title in the front to sell the reason? I, I said this on the uh, maybe I said this Monday.
0: On Monday on the, on, the, on the Rages. I said, what are the new light people going to do? Brand new person. Never played Destiny before in their entire life. They come into to Destiny. Shadowkeep. Okay. They're 750. Right? They do one mission. They said it's going to take about 20 to 30 minutes to do that first mission. And then they'll have 750. And they can go do anything they want in the game. Right? Anything they want in the game. What percentage of people, and obviously we're not going to know. It's just a hypothetical question. How many people do you think will go back and play the full story and play all the content before they jump into Shadowkeep? What do you? What percentage do you think that'll happen? I don't,
1: but that, but I can't speak for everybody. But if you're giving me the game for free, but you're paying for it, right? Right. If you're giving well, me no, the it's game, it's free. It's free, and then you have to pay. You have to buy Forsaken and Shadowkeep. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm playing the. Fr- well, let's it's, let's it's free it, to try, free to try. I, but let's let's just call what it is. If a game, if a game, like if it was any other game, after the first two years, it's out. The games in the discount bin, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. So giving it away for free for the taste is normal. We get that part of it. Yeah. But if if you're trying to bring new people into the game, and then you say here's the new thing, and then we got this thing going on right now. Right now. Right. So. So they, buy, thinking, it, they listen, buy it right now. I'm thinking maybe if, if people have never played Destiny before, I'm going to side with the fact that I don't believe anyone who's getting a game for free is going to pay the extra $25 and go in right now where the other crazy people are going because they have no frame of reference of what the hell is going no, it's, on. It's very simple. As far as weapons or anything else. Yeah, but it's very so simple. They might go back and play the original stuff and then buy, the, no. and then
0: buy Shadow. Here's exactly what will happen, right? New light, player comes in. You're new light. You come in. Sarge. You never played Destiny before? Okay, just do yep. that just do that first mission, get your light up to 750 and then I'm going to start pulling you through Strikes and Nightfalls and we're going to we're going to help you. We're going to help you get some gear, right? And they they do the new content. We're going through Shadow Keep together, right? Buy Shadow Keep, get Shadow Keep. Now you're buying now you buy Shadow Keep. You got that for free. You buy Shadow Keep. And you're like, "Oh, dude, where'd you get that gun from?" "Oh, I got it from Forsaken." "Oh, what's that?" "Well, that's the other expansion you can get right now for $30 for the for the annual pass stuff." Okay. So I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to spend $100, $60 plus the, or $85, $85 for the Shadow Keep slash Forsaken.
1: You need, you need to bring up that piece of paper yeah. again that shows all the stuff. Exactly.
0: That's- right? And then they're going to start playing with their friends in the new content. And then when their friends are on, they'll be like, oh, I'll go back and play this. And then they're going to be so fucking lost. And they're going to be like, I, I don't want to deal with all this. They're just going to play the new content. They're just going to play the new content. And then they're going to put it down just like 88% of the population did when they first played Destiny 1. They played and, the campaign. And the statistics came out. You yep. played a campaign and then stopped. And then stopped. That's it. That's what they're going to do. They're going to get it for free, get the taste, go, oh, this is pretty fun. They're going to buy the new content because they have to play with their friends. Okay? And then they're going to stop. They're going to stop. They're like, I, I don't know.
1: This is just not for me. Because cause I'm pretty sure at this point, honestly, honestly, I think everybody who wants to be playing Destiny is playing Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right at, at this current moment right now because Forsaken has made Destiny the best it's ever been right I,
0: now. And I agree with that. Forsaken was a, a okay.
1: fantastic right. expansion that should so, have been in the game from the very start. Right. So all this is doing is trying to get new people in for the initial taste of this DLC, and then take a percentage of that, turn them into to subscribers, basically.
0: Right. Right. Buy something from the Eververse. Here's some cool stuff. Um. I talked about this on the Raiders round Roundtable. They showed the armor sets, okay? And they asked, what do you think about it? And I said, armor set should have been brand new armor for the raid. 100%. That's your diehard fans. That's 1% of the 1%ers. Those people love your game, and you just gave them a reskin of a piece of armor that's been in the game all for, all right, but, for right, a year. Listen.
1: Okay, listen. I get. Uh, I don't want to use the terminology or, or make light of the situation, but we know it's hard. I get that part Hashtag of it. Hashtag it's hard i got I got that part of it. i'm not I'm not making fun of them. However, they have a plan, right? Everybody's got a plan.'re yeah, not, they, you're not they just making you're not just making a game. Yes, you they, have a plan.
0: They knew what they were coming so out. So you
1: with. know Shadow Keep was coming out at some point at the later half of this year. something. So are you telling me from the time that Forsaken was released and done, and everyone was like, yeah, score one for us. There wasn't a dedicated team of like four, six guys deciding on what armor is going to look like just for the, the next thing just for the race just for the armor right, just for the race that is meaningful to so many people why am i doing this for the gear why you're telling me that reskining after a year you can't come up now, with armor now you can't come up with i i've seen their artists they're the most they're the greatest artists i've ever the, seen the armor the rest of the
0: armor looks fantastic
1: looks fantastic uh, that's what i'm saying yeah. their artists are insane the concept art what they can come up with Give them another joint. Do something, but don't tell me that the best you got after a year for the latest content is a reskinned of old gear. Right. Doesn't uh, matter if it's. It doesn't matter if it's eververse now, or not ever. Now, don't get me, me wrong. Yeah, don't get me
0: wrong. It looks cool with the with the shaders and stuff on it, right? With the with the the glow. Sure. But it's still the least amount of work they have put on a, on a fucking piece of gear. It it doesn't look it doesn't look fantastic. It it looks okay, but it's already in the game, and they just upped it. They just upped it for the raid. You would think that down the line, like you're like, hey, we're making another raid. What's the armor? Oh, it's going to be a Vex raid, so should we make some Vex armor? right? And then the armor that they have in the past that you buy for free in the season premiere, in the premium section, is the Vex armor that you get for just playing the game. Don't you think that should have been the armor for the raid? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just little things here and there that, that, that rub me the wrong way with, with stuff like that.
1: So- well, l- Listen, I we, we, look at, we look at video games in two different ways. We look at it from the realistic point of view of the business standpoint of what's going on. And then we, we're also supposed to look at it as a guy who doesn't know stuff and I'm just goofy-eyed about playing video games. Right, right. Okay? But old man Sarge has already been goofy-eyed and loved to play video games and has thrown money to the wall- to play games, I've done it. So now I'm on the other side looking in going, this seems a little weird. It seems so strange to me that you are making a full price game every year, which right. means you should be fine. The lights are on, man. Don't, don't tell me the lights aren't on, right? right? You're making a full price game every
0: year. Let's just, let's just say if, it, if they only sell a million copies every year, a million copies, that's $60 million a year, every year. 60 million dollars every year for the last 5 years that's 300 million dollars.
1: There's a lot of guys in those credits though, bro. That's
0: fine. Listen. There's a lot of I guys I, I don't know if how people think people get paid, but the people that worked on this game get a weekly paycheck, right? They get paid. Regardless if they made sales in this game or not because they already got the upfront money to make this game, hence the budget, right? If I have said 100 people and they each get paid 50 grand a year, they get their money regardless if the game sells or doesn't. And then if it doesn't sell, there's no more game. If it does sell, they go into the next year to make the game. So when people say they need to keep their lights on, I don't know if you know how business works, right? Right. That's what investments are for. And if you right. think if you think that they they broke even after they sold a million games, you're absolutely like retarded. Okay, because it's called profit. That's how it works. So they sell a $60 game because technically it only costs them like $30 and they've doubled the profit. So do you understand? And they make a lot more than that off a of video game. Okay. So it, it it boggles my mind that people are like, well, they just got to keep their lights on. No, no. The people that are working there getting the $50,000 a check every week when they sign, the check is keeping their lights on. Bungie doesn't need their lights on. Bungie has the paid off for the year. They're like, yeah, we're in this uh 120,000 square foot place with air conditioning and panoramic windows uh, on right. on the coast of Seattle.
1: We're okay. Right, and and don't forget, they're still in the works to making now that game for the Chinese company. Don't forget, yeah, they got a hundred million money. dollars. They, they got money up front yeah, to do that yeah, too.
0: hundred million dollars. Right, that's that's the check. Right, for right. them to make that game.
1: Right to make that game. Right to make that but, game. But but you get money. You don't know. They don't know where you're spending that money. They just made the contract where we're giving you a hundred million dollars to to make our game. And, and let me let me just say, I'm not against businesses making money. No, I'm not at all. But I'm, you can't you can't lie to me dead to my face right. and say that we have to have microtransactions in this game that we charge you full price for, and we are charging you full price every year. Right. Because we need to keep the lights right. on. Remember. Right.
0: They used to make $60 and came out with one game every five years. Right. Right. 60 bucks every right. five years. Right. And they and they made enough money to pay the developers for five, for five years. years. For five for years. For five years. Right. Okay. Now they're making $60 every year. But they got to keep their lights on. They got to keep their lights on. Yeah, they're keeping mm-hmm. their lights on. They're keeping they they bought other other places with that with the with the amount of lights they so have
1: I, I expect i expect this 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 push of the game's too big thing to start building momentum as the following year comes on as the closer we get to next to next september depending on what happens as far as consoles go depending on what happens right the the speech will be repeated about how they have to cut corners or they have to take something away I don't understand after the complaining for a year that content's hard to make. We can't keep up with the demand. I get that, but why are you gonna why are you gonna spend the time to make content and then take it away after ten weeks? Right. I don't. I don't get why, it. Why? Why work? Why work on a piece of content if you're gonna remove it if it's so difficult to put in to begin with? Right. So it can't be that good of why content. Would you limit, why would you limit the amount of content that you can actually have throughout the year?
0: Right. It can't be that good of content. It'll be fun, but then you'd be like, eh, I'm good, right? And it doesn't matter because you're like, ah. It's done. It doesn't really matter, and they're not going to patch it. They're not going to fix it. Let's they don't just... have to patch it because it'll be gone, it'll in, be 10 gone in ten weeks. Ten weeks. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It took them. It took them six months to fix, Reckoning, and that was in the game, and that's still in the game. So what are they going to do to something that leaves? Right. Anyway, that's uh, size matters about uh, about Destiny. All right. The next thing I want to talk about. Galaxy's Edge. Okay. So I saw, let me see if I can bring, let me see if I can bring some pictures up here. I saw Galaxy's Edge. For first hand. Okay. I went last Saturday. I went last Saturday. For fuck's sake. Uh, uh, I got to, I got to uh, log into my account so I can see, even though it should have been saved inside here. So I went to Galaxy's Edge for the very first time. Now, leading up to this, I was nervous because of all the stuff I read about, all the stuff uh, that I read about Galaxy's Edge for the last, like, six months, okay? I was was nervous because my son, about five days before we went, he was super ecstatic, okay? Super ecstatic where so much so, I was like, you know what? I got to start looking at it from a different perspective, right? I don't want to make my son jaded because of what I know about Star Wars, right? So he went in super excited. Yeah, okay, so here's here's some of the stuff. Let me see if I can, is this is gonna work, it's gonna work. Let's be full screen. Let me see if this is, It's a little cut off. Let me see if I can adjust it in the uh in the in the picture real fast. And then sorry guys. I didn't I didn't think I was gonna be doing this. Uh display captured. Is that it? No.
1: I'm looking at the toll plaza.
0: Yeah, that's that's the is, op-
1: is that is that Galaxy's Edge, the toll plaza? That's that's
0: yeah, that's the uh hold on if I shut that off. Xbox window capture is that it? Okay, that's it. All right. So, let me let me make this as wide as I can. Cuz all the pictures. Okay. So that's how busy it was on a Saturday. This is the beginning of Hollywood Studios, okay? The beginning of Hollywood Studios on the opening day, okay? That's that's the beginning. This is the I'm not going to put the sound on, but this is this is the video of walking into the actual tunnel. Okay. You can see the masses of people there. This is Saturday. Second weekend, it's open to the public. Okay. Second weekend. Look at all the people.
1: Is that a code on the wall? Do we have to solve that code?
0: No, I, maybe. It could be the seventh chest. Okay. it, it It's phenomenally good looking, let me tell you. I
1: was actually well it, well it should be it was a billion dollars. I'm I'm I'm
0: blown away when I was there because of just the way it looks. I felt like I was on vacation. I didn't feel like I was at Disney World for the 4 hours I was there. Okay? It's just really good looking. It's a it's a really nice nice area. Now my son at this point was like, "Look at that. Look at this. He he thought that tunnel we walked through was a magical tunnel." Yeah, okay. I know
1: I know about that. Right. He thought it was You're, a tunnel. Do you remember tun- that, bro? Yeah, I remember, I, I, those remember times.
0: that. Right. And I remember it very well because did I take any selfies? I did uh there was a couple pictures of us. <clears throat> right. He absolutely loved it. Right. He was like, Oh, the magical tunnel. And then when we got him a droid, I'll tell you this a, a little bit later. But as we walk through, what really sold me about this is that all the cast members that are, walk around this park are civilians in this world World. okay they do not speak and know what an iphone is right like i said oh yeah we have an iphone and she looked at me what's an iphone and i was like oh an iphone is a it's a communicator and she's like oh a communicator and she pulled out and she's like yeah we we have communicators from our planet whatever they're there they're they're in they're role-playing they're role-playing it's an rp world right and it was very very cool right um so we we took pictures and stuff. There's little shows that go on interaction. We met we met Chewie. Okay, uh, we met Chewie. There's the there's the A wing. Okay, there's the uh, the X wing, and they have characters come up there and they do like a little thing like they they're pretending they're fixing it and there's just people role playing fixing gear, right? Um, this is a uh, Galaxy's Edge like th- that's the back of the Millennium Falcon ride. And we're about to walk into that's the market right there that we just walked by, and then there's like the lightsaber
1: thing over there. Um, this is talk about that. It's not a lightsaber thing, bro. It's just a, it's just a junk trader. Yeah, right. Sorry, right. you don't talk about you don't talk about lightsabers. It's a, it's a junk trader.
0: This is the market, the market, the attention to detail that they put. There's like little things around the world that interact that you can find we didn't really look Is into Is it like those
1: magic card things from Magic Kingdom bro? Supposedly
0: I supposedly I didn't really go into it um, like she's a dealer for the thing they have their name tags are actually it doesn't say like Walt Disney World on it it has their name in the font of the actual like world that they're that they're in right the language the, language. the actual language yeah. so there's there's different things it's it's absolutely beautiful right Right, it's absolutely beautiful. Here's the immersion-breaking part, right? Like this place looks so great, but then you see there's, someone.
1: There's, there's a hobo asking for a dollar.
0: Yeah, there's just people wearing like a Babylon Five t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, you don't really feel like when you see other people there that are not dressed up. You're like, eh, I get it's like if I go to France, I don't dress like a person from France. I'm I'm, a, I'm American, but it's just weird seeing like all these people walking around in this
1: kind of world. It just it just seems weird, you know what i'm saying? I'll tell you what, I'll pay $3000 to stay at the hotel if if the day if that weekend that they, you go for that hotel that only people who are role playing a lot in the well, park. This is what I was going to ask cuz i was
0: talking to to, to to there's a pod racing engine that's cooking the meat. Okay. It's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> where is it? I have yeah, there's that there's the uh, the robot that's pedaling. He's he's rotissering the meat. that's turning on the on the on the thing. And then we meet we meet Chewie. Oh wait, no, this not yet. This is uh, that's the Jedi. Well, that's a gift shop, but that's the Jedi or a junk trader. That's the junk trader. You walk in, there's just holocrons and all these different plaques and really cool artwork and stuff in there. Really a lot of cool stuff if you're a Star Wars fan. There's Chewie right off to the side there. Now, if you see in the distance, there's stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers are starting to walk towards Chewie, and he's talking to some civilians because he's not Chewbacca. Right, like he's not a celebrity; he's just Chewy, like that lives in the world. So they they're they're starting to get closer, okay. And everyone starts to hide Chewy behind them, okay. He's
1: like you're, you're gonna hide Chewie seven he's, foot two. He's seven he's, foot four. Hiding behind people, he's
0: ducked behind as they're looking for for alliance members and stuff like that. And they're i they're trying to ID people as you walk through. They're like identification. I meant
1: to ask you, do the do the stormtroopers have pre-recorded voice messages it makes it sound like they're talking to you? Yeah, they they say certain things, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: that's kind of cool. I like that. Uh that one's sideways, I don't know why. Um that one is the Millennium Falcon, and I thought I was going to tear up when I saw the Millennium Falcon in person. And then I didn't because I wasn't with my family members at the moment when I saw it. I was just kind of like whatever. Um, we, we, we had Chewie. I don't know where he is. Is Oh, here he is. So Chewie interacted with my son and my wife. They grabbed the map off of our, off of our, uh, stroller. And they were mad because they're like, how did you get this Intel? Right. They're like in like talking to him. And my wife froze up. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we have, I was like, I was like, uh, we're part of the rebel alliance, and uh, I was right, like, "Right, you role played. Bro. Role you know played. how you know what role, it is to role play." I said, right. "We're part of the Rebel Alliance."
1: Thank God, Alliance. Dad was there. I said, "Thank God, Dad was there. Right. Otherwise," I said, "We're
0: part of the Rebel Alliance." I was like, "And we won't let it fall into the evil hand. So he said, "So right now, he's saying, should we tell them then? They're part of the. They're part of the good guys." So they tell us a secret word, right? He says, "If you, if you're part of us." It's like if you go around and you find someone else, if you say, and I'm not going to say it because I don't want to ruin it for anybody, right? If you say this this term. You're not going to tell the secret that's word. That's right. To I'm, a not, place I'm not, not going to tell secret
1: word. That's right. That's great. Spoiler defense right? on a fucking right? theme park, bro. Right? Nice.
0: So they tell you the secret word, and then you say that word and you go around to and you
1: other. you get 10% off a hot dog.
0: <laughs> no, but they interact with you and they, they, they're like, oh, and they start treating you differently.
1: It's... Wait, wait. Can I give them the secret word from the, if I'm a part of the uh, First Order? Is there uh, bad there, guys too? There's bad guys too, yeah. Oh yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, now we're talking.
0: So there there's there's other because things good is dumb. <laughs> so like Kylo has a show here that he comes out. Um and then we where where is it? Oh, this is inside the uh this is inside the Millennium Falcon. I try to record, but this ruins it, right? There's just a crowd of people inside the Millennium Falcon. I couldn't see shit. Right? So I had to wait. I had to wait until wait,
1: you're allowed to go inside the Millennium Falcon that's that's out in the middle there? No, no, no. This is part of the ride.
0: Oh, the ride. Yeah, I went on the ride. So there's there's the uh, the iconic chess chess set that you get to sit down. But there's so many people there. I had to wait till they, they left and stuff. The ride itself, I have to say, there's six six different positions. There's a pilot, a co pilot, two gunners. So and, you have to
1: go with your friends, otherwise t- they're gonna fuck it up. And
0: two engineers. So I went in right. with a random group. Yeah, I was by myself. I can,
1: already t- I can already tell you. They I was by
0: myself with a random group. The lady that was driving, they were a fun group, I should say, but they still were fucking clueless, right? I asked at the end, I was like, I was like, oh, were you were you actually driving? They're like, I don't know. I was going when I pushed up, it went down.
1: And when I went down, it went up. And I was like, that's that's, that's flight controls. That's yeah. what's supposed to happen. And yeah, I was right, like, everything
0: controls. after this after that, what you just said means absolutely nothing to me because you're an idiot, right? So they were firing. Now, there's a control panel on my on my left side when you sit down, okay? And as the engineer, you actually get score. Everyone gets score. So her driving, his shooting. There's things that happen during the ride, okay? And this is the most complex ride, okay, that they've ever created because they had to come up with so many scenarios based on the person driving and then the people that were firing the guns to kill the things, which all depends on – The person driving, because you have to aim towards the things to shoot the things, and then the engineers have to harpoon things, and then if we get shot or hit buildings, if you hit buildings and wreck into things, things start to spark and stuff, and you have buttons on the side to fix the Millennium Falcon as you're flying, right?
1: So This sounds kind of interesting, but of course, go ahead, let me hear you.
0: From a a tech point of view, I was like, this is fucking cool, because it's like a video game, okay? But there's interactive stuff happening. And everyone's like, well, what about if you don't press the buttons, right? And I'm like, if you don't press the buttons, you get damaged. So the only reason I know this is because the other engineer on the other side was taking care of the right side of the ship, and I was taking care of the left side of the ship. Okay, she wasn't hitting the buttons in the beginning, and everything was sparking, and everything was red, and her score is lower than mine, right? And every time something happened, there's like green buttons you have to hit, and switches you have to hit, and all these other stuff as you're watching what's going on on the screen, right? And then there's dialogue going on because someone's talking to you going, fire this, do this. And you're like, you're like ah, you hit the buttons. So I wasn't really paying attention to the actual like flight and stuff. She was hitting everything. Everything. There wasn't anything that we didn't hit. I was constantly repairing the ship because she was smashing into everything, right? We failed our mission. Okay? And when we walked... No shit. When we walked out, <laughs> when we walked out, <laughs> her side of of the Millennium Falcon was smoking, my side was not. Okay? So, based on, but we passed, right? Like,
1: we we kind of passed. What? It, that's because that's because 50% is passing. Correct. Correct. But as if you... In, in, the, new, in the new America, 50% <laughs> is passing. If you go
0: in with a group of friends or family, it would be a completely different experience. Now, you don't get to pick where you sit. Like, as they bring you in, they hand you a card. They, they hand you this card right here. Okay. And on the card it tells you what your position is. Okay? And it tells you what you have to do. You system repair, life support and tow cables. Okay? That's that's what you do. That's your job during the actual thing, okay? So there's the back and front, repair the systems by pushing your flashing buttons, fire harpoons by pushing the round buttons. It tells you what it is. There's like different teams. So everyone's like already set before you go in, right? I, I really wanted to fly. I really wanted to fly because I really wanted to. Do this. So I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. The guy in the in the co pilot seat literally didn't think he was doing anything, right? He thought just he was just flicking levers and buttons and shit, and our ship was <laughs> our ship was doing all this does stuff. Does it have
1: Does it have those four little handles for the hyperdrive? Mike. It does. It does. It doesn't does. It? It's the rep. It's the uh, full fucking replica
0: of the inside of
1: the of the, of the uh, combat. Yeah. 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 No. It's, okay.
0: it's 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 badass. Um. I I think I. I think I... Take a quick... this is us going in? I think this is us going in. But you don't see shit. You don't You don't really see anything. It's really... It's super dark. That's the other engineer in front of me. Useless.
1: So, I don't want to ruin the, the magic here, Mike, but how many rooms of the same kind of ship do they have? Is it like Back to the Future from from uh, Hollywood Studios? Um, how many, I, how think, ma- I think there's... How many, how many sets of this thing are there? I I, I, I think there's like
0: six people and there's like 8 8 per section and i think there's four sections so six people 32 t- booths uh 6 times yeah so it's 32 times 4 so you get you get about uh, 100 or 124 people i think in a in a go okay um but everyone's separate like well four bays are separate so you go into right. each of your millennium falcon and whatever i have to say it's it's cool. I thought it was good. I know people are disappointed, but again, my son was waiting for me on the outside, and Chewie came back out, and I didn't I didn't get to film this or anything. Oh, he
1: wasn't allowed to come in with you.
0: He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go, and it was only a twenty five. Oh, it's only a twenty minute wait in the stingle wire wired line.
1: Are you serious?
0: I waited twenty minutes, and even the even the regular ride was only fifty minutes. Okay. That doesn't
1: seem that doesn't seem like a real busy
0: thing, right? But here's the thing. I don't know why everyone's bitching about how it's it's not um Because because it, b- busy, mean, busy means it's, means it's popular, popular, it. correct? Means it's popular. I was actually and I was I was floored that it wasn't busy because right. I got to experience shit that I didn't have to wait in the line for and break my immersion. So here's the, here's the thing. I think they actually have something here, right? I think people are going into the park and I think Disney is limiting people to go into certain sections at certain times because there's like a boarding pass. There wasn't one then. It was slow. But everyone was busy at like Epcot and everything else. But this part wasn't busy because I think people don't want to see it or they're rebelling against it. Whatever they're doing. I loved it. I was like, this is fantastic. I get to walk around. I didn't wait in one fucking line. Twenty minutes for the for the, for the well, it's only one ride. You saying you didn't wait in line? I you didn't, didn't wait in no, line no, for the one ride no, no, that no. exists. I didn't wait in line for uh, the any of the food beverages. Like we were, we were in and out, right? So they had this cool little little thing inside the uh, the shop, right? This this little thing. I thought it was pretty cool. I put that on my Twitter account here. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that they they have. It's just you can sit there for hours and just walk around and look at all of the attention to detail they've done. The world itself. When I was there, I was like, this is cool. So we had a traitor or – I'm sorry, um, a spy come up to us. We were just leaning up against the wall. What kind of spy? She was part of the rebels, but she – we were leaning Resistance. Resistance, sorry. Um, We were part – just leaning up against the wall trying to stay out of the sun because it was hot. It was a beautiful day. And all of a sudden, the stormtroopers, first order troopers were up on part of these towers looking down, and they were yelling at people going, move along, move along. If we find you, you know, talking to whatever, we're, we'll get you, whatever. And I was like, I was like, wow, this is really cool, right? She walks up and goes, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Good." And she's like, she's like, uh, "So are you guys new in town? Like, uh, you know, this is the Black Spire. Make sure you stay away from uh, this person because they'll take your credits from you, whatever. Don't, don't, don't buy whatever." Um, and she started talking to us, and then the the stormtroopers started walking down the thing. And she's like, "Uh oh." Uh, You you didn't see me. And she like walked around the corner and then just kind of like disappeared or whatever. And I was just like, I was like, that's cool. Like little, little interactions and stuff like that. Ray walks around. She was like fixing a a little skiff type of thing. Uh, Then we went to the droid factory. My wife has the droid pictures. I don't have the pictures, but the droid factory was phenomenal. Right. So you get in, you pay a hundred (laughs) bucks first, pay a hundred dollars. And then you go in and you, there's a conveyor belt of just parts. Just a bear, conveyor belt of parts, and you start grabbing the like parts like an
1: of, airline, like an airline conveyor like belt, a, like, with like a, a bags, Come on,
0: yeah, yeah, just just thousands of parts, right? And you can build either a BB unit or you can build a R two unit, okay? And you can mix match the the stuff. And he built a first, he built a BB unit, right? And it was all blue and stuff. And you build it like you go to the section and you have a screwdriver and you you put everything together, right? How you want it? You customize it how you want, right? And then they put it in this little box, and you hit this button. It says activate, and then you see the droid come to life. It comes to life, okay? And it starts moving its head and starts doing all this stuff, and you're like, ah, that's pretty cool. And then you get to test drive it, and you, you name it. And then they shut the controller off, okay? And they just give you the robot, and they put it in a box, right? And they say the robot is alive, and after a certain amount of time, he'll go to sleep, right? It's using this technology called light Bluetooth, okay, which is it's always on as long as other robots are around uh, and they talk to each other. So inside the actual room in the box, you would hear, you would hear BBA. uh, I forget what he called it, but you would hear it come to life and go,
1: it
0: was talking to other robots that were in the vicinity. Right? So then we walked outside and there's a bunch of robots that are part of the, the set, a part of the world. And it started talking to them. Right? And then it started talking to him and then, when the stormtroopers walked by the box shook because it was scared of the troopers. Okay. So like there's these, there's these chips, personality chips you can get. It's just neutral when they're, when you don't put anything in it, there's a trading chip, a scoundrel chip, uh, a a first order chip, uh, a I want the bad
1: guy. I want the bad guy chip. Yeah. So, so
0: there's, you build these robots and then he was playing with it outside and the head kept falling off. Right. He rolled and it fell off and it fell off. And he's like, I don't like that, and so we put it, we brought it back, and returned it instantaneously. Okay, and then he built a R two unit instead. Okay, so now we have the R two unit walking around, and I had. So it. wait,
1: did you get, did you get two robots? No,
0: we just got one. We re- returned it, oh, and, okay. th- and then built a second one.
1: Oh, so yeah, so you had to go for the old school one, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. So much much better, right? The head doesn't fall off; it moves. Um, the chips are thirteen dollars. The chips are thirteen dollars to put in the thing. We didn't buy one yet, so. I put the controller in my pocket, okay, and my son, he wanted to hold the robot, so he put the robot on his lap, and as we're scrolling around, I would move his head like he was looking at stuff, okay, and then I would make him talk every once in a while when when stuff, and he was like – he started talking to the robot, right? He's like, he's like, oh, dad, mom, he's he likes that or whatever, blah, blah, you know? It was magical, man. It was absolutely magical. And then my son's been afraid of the uh the uh, characters characters the whole time. Wasn't afraid of Chewie. Talked to Chewie, and then he wanted to go see BB-8. So we went to go see BB-8. Okay, and we roll up inside.
1: Where, the- where where does BB-8 hang out at?
0: BB-8's inside the the launch bay hangar, right? So we walk up to to BB-8, and he has R2, and he's showing R2 to uh to to BB-8. And BB-8's talking to him, and I have the controller in my pocket, and I'm hitting it and talking back. And my son's like, oh, they're talking. They really like each other. Pose for pictures. He wants to go back and meet him again. The people that were taking the pictures were were, were crying because they like, like, this is so awesome. Because my son was all in. He was all in. Right. he's five of right. course he's all yeah, in.
1: he's all in like he believes and, and now you know why we're mad <laughs> exactly we were we were all in you so, yanked us out and threw us into the goddamn trash this is
0: my point right i was pissed off going into this land i was like this is not my star wars this is th- this is bullshit and i'm still like that but disney made something there disney has something where the kids that are there are they, they don't even know about star wars but that land is just magical Right. And they're all in. They're all in. The robots are talking to each other. They see things. They they're just they're all in. And the kids smiles on their faces and stuff. It's just you're just like, okay, I get it. I get what they're doing. It would have been better if the adults faces were like the kids as well. Okay, but I actually one billion dollars at a time. Right. Right. Exactly. So once we left the area. Now, the robot doesn't talk to anybody anymore, right? There's no interaction. So he we went through Toy Story Land, and my son's like, oh, this is boring, right? Like, he loved that land so much. He's like, we went through the magic tunnel. No more magic, right? And I'm, like, turning the, the robot still as we're going through the regular park. People were loving it. Like, it's, it's amazing. I love these. Is are clueless to bullshit, and just in the moment. Yeah, I mean, that's don't you wish you were like that, Tally? Sometimes I wish I could take it myself out of it, right? I know I'm like a, a sarcastic prick, and I'm, I'm negative about stuff. <laughs> that's right? why I
1: drink and get high. That's why I drink get high. But get the right combination of weed and drinking, I'm five. So everyone,
0: though, everyone compla- is complaining about Star- Galaxy's Edge, and I have to say I, I've turned a corner. I've turned a corner where I, I don't hate the land, right? I get it. I get it. I enjoyed it. If it was busy, if it was nonstop,
1: people wall to wall, I would have hated it. Would have hated it. I don't, but I, see, I don't think, I don't think they have it that way. I think that you can only go during a specific time, and you have a maximum amount of time. That's what they're giving you. That's no, no. I that's, could. That's what the plan is. Once it gets busy. Oh, that's once what it gets busy, is. maybe, maybe, right? But for right now, I mean, it,
0: it seems like a good thing. Now, going from Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge, now talking about fucking Star Wars because uh, I want, to I want to talk about. More spoilers. I want to talk about more spoilers real fast. This is the last story we're going to talk about. It's uh. So here's the rumors, right? So, Star Wars is doing reshoots. That's the that the latest thing since last week. They're doing reshoots now. Reshoots, right.
1: alleged alleged reshoots, yeah. right?
0: Alleged reshoots now, from a person that works in the business or worked in the business for 17 years. Okay, I can tell you reshoots are normal, normal, right? Now reshoots usually happen earlier than this, okay? We're three months out, bro. We're three months out of a blockbuster film, okay? And the last blockbuster films to do pickups like this all bombed, all bombed at the box office, okay? Usually about eight months, nine months out, you do reshoots, you call people back in and stuff like that. I don't think these are reshoots. Now, these are all speculations and stuff like that, right? The speculation and rumor is, the leaks that are coming out right now, is that Disney and Lucasfilm have hired 300 And 50 CGI artists from three separate companies. So basically in LA right now, they've picked up basically everybody that does CGI, okay, to work around the clock for the next month, two months, okay, for CGI fixes. Now, why is this a big deal? The big deal is, I don't know if you remember uh, a couple years ago when Harry Fisher died and everyone was worried they're like, well, what about Carrie Fisher? Did you guys film enough stuff for her? And they said, yeah, we're not worried about Carrie Fisher. Um, we already filmed. We're going to reuse some of the footage that we didn't use from the other, other films and put it in that film. We'll we'll be fine, right? Because they already they already filmed a lot of, uh, a lot of the stuff because she wasn't – she didn't have a big role. There wasn't a big emph- emphasis on it. But then The Last Jedi came out, and she did her Mary Poppins act, and she became – you're like, wait a minute. She's – a force user?
1: Yeah, it's kids, Carrie Poppins. Right, Carrie Poppins. Yes. All right.
0: So what the rumor is right now, okay. Again, if you're this is the last like five, ten minutes of the show. If you don't want to listen to spoilers, these are leaks. They may or may not come true. If you don't want to listen to anything about Star Wars right now, I suggest you turn off the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you're still here, we're gonna be talking about spoilers, and if you like it or not, this is what's gonna happen. Okay. So Opening scene of Star Wars. This is leaks. This is people have said they've seen this happen. Now, if this yeah, is but, the, I, but
1: I believe this. I believe this rumor too, though. Okay, so <laughs> I got to I got the same information.
0: If this is real or not, okay. This is what I'm going to read. Okay, so opening scene. or... or, or uh, Yeah. Okay. Sources have continued to state that Leia is in the Rise of Skywalker a lot, even though we were told otherwise. The story needed what it needed, and production has done whatever it needs to do is needed to make this happen. Okay? I want to bold bold that text right there because there was an article a couple of weeks ago that, Jay, or that came out a couple months ago, sorry, that JJ said, fuck it. I'm going to do what I have to do. Right? In an article, he said, fuck it. Got to do what I have to do. So, leaks of cga artists leaks of 24 7 to get this shit done and now the opening scene here says um at the crawl after the opening crawl we pan from space you know the iconic pan down the camera moves towards the planet covered in trees we see a blue and green lightsaber dueling one another in the distance both of the lightsabers are held in hand by two jedis with white helmets with visors covering their faces. So we cannot immediately recognize if it's Rey with someone new. The two Jedis break from the duel, and they remove their helmets to reveal Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa, looking exactly the age they did in Return of the Jedi on Endor, meaning it's a flashback scene and CGI. Now, if you guys remember Rogue One, there was a scene with Tarkin in it, the CGI Tarkin he died years ago and they recreated him in the movie and it was it was it was scary looking scary not because it looked scary looking it was scary because it looked so fucking real right and at the end of the mill uh, at the end of the film they had Princess Leia when she was 18 years old again okay She's super young and it looked a little weird but the technology's there where they they can make Leia look like Leia was so in an interview they said that doing Tarkin and Leia took an extremely amount of long hours to get it right for that small, short scenes that they had, okay? Because it's just so much. And now the technology has come a long way since four years ago, right? Exponentially faster and better. So now they're saying that Leia has a bigger role in this film, okay? She's dead. Carrie Fisher's physically dead, okay? Okay. But I think there's going to be a lot of flashback scenes in this movie with Princess Leia because they can't physically CGI old Carrie Fisher, right? Because they didn't put her in the chair to do it, but they have the technology to to take Princess Leia. So the actress that played Princess Leia in Rogue One, her name is Billy uh, Billy Lotus Lotus Billy Lowren B I L L I E Billy L O U R D. Okay, she's playing a colonel in this film. Okay. I don't know what the actual colonel's name is, but she's a colonel. That's her credit in the actual film that she's here. She played Leia in Rogue One. They're saying that she might be playing Leia in this movie as the person that's underneath the CGI mask. So if this is to be foreseen, that means there's going to be a lot of flashback scenes of Luke, a lot of flashback scenes of Leia, of her training as a Jedi, and setting up the what happened after Return of the Jedi and then come back into this, to set up the actual story.
1: Right, because they have to make Luke train Leia in order for Leia to train Rey because there's no one to train Rey. Correct. So that's why there's 300 CGI guys because they have to fill in a plot hole, and so they're going to be working 24-7 until the movie comes out because they need added added footage that doesn't exist. E- exactly. All because Leia <laughs> did this out in space and brought, came
0: back from dead, okay? Now... Because of that, they're also saying that Kylo Ren dies at the end of the movie, but then he gets resurrected by Rey. I don't know how. We'll oh, find geez. out together. Anyway, the last thing is that the rise of Skywalker at the end, okay, she becomes a Skywalker.
1: How do you think she becomes a Skywalker? Do you think she well, is a Skywalker? A, well, well, well. my guess is this. She's a Mary Sue. She just takes the name. She does. In, the, in this thing— She's going to just take the name. She just takes the name. She goes— Supposedly, it ends
0: on Tatooine showing the two sons. Again with the two sons. She's in the uncle and aunt's house where, where Luke was, was uh, raised, okay, and she takes over. It's been abandoned all these years, and she takes over, and she becomes a hermit or whatever inside Luke's thing, and someone's like, oh, this place has been abandoned. Who are you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm Ray Skywalker. She just, just fucking just takes the name, says that's what I am.
1: Oh, bleep this part out go <laughs> fuck yourself get the fuck out of here so god this is gonna be this is gonna be such a train wreck. this is the best example i can give you bro i can't not watch it because i've seen every other star wars movie in the theater i have to watch this one in the theater even though i'm very reluctant to do so okay mm-hmm. but it, it's it's like watching a train on fire yep Coming barreling down on a school bus full of children on a crossing gate, like I have to look, like that's that's the level of crazy that this movie is going to be.
0: Yeah, that's why I said last week, nobody go see it. We're going to go watch it, and we'll tell you about it, or wait for it to come on a video after the fact. Do not support this because if this movie, which it will make a billion
1: dollars, it's it's going to make billion dollars. It's going to make easy a billion dollars, billion and a half. Listen, it, it's just not. It's just not going to make all the money they wanted it to. Right. But it'll make its billion dollars. So, <clears throat> I, I'm hoping it doesn't just I, I, so they stop.
0: I hope, it, I hope it doesn't either. But I mean, that's, that's the case, right? So, that's it. Yeah, the CGI, not only are they doing that, uh, Fox, but they're doing other parts of CGI. The, the, the whole movie, basically, this is the way I think JJ did. JJ wanted to use as many practical stuff as possible, right? Bring back the old Star Wars. Right, but, but Ryan then it, fucked it up. But Ryan Johnson fucked it up. And now
1: JJ, they, they got to CGI the world.
0: J, JJ's like, you know what, fuck it, I gotta do what everyone else is doing. I'm gonna do CGI, a lot of a, a lot of CGI stuff. Right. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, that's Star Wars. That's it. And and as it is, it's just that's just the way it is.
1: Hey, it Dar- is. Dark King, we actually my my thirty and I both have the moment where we think that we're gonna walk out if it happens. What's your moment? to make you walk out of the theater. <laughs> what what has to happen on screen like, to make you walk? What has to happen on the screen that you're going to walk out of the theater? Like, See, for me, for me, walking out of the theater is going to be where Ray brings anything back to life. But see, that could that be she, that, that she has some kind of super heel power of that, the Force. That could, that she be, she the last, back that could be the last 15 of minutes of the I'm movie. That could be I'm the last 15 out.
0: minutes of the movie. You might as well just stay for the rest of the film. Something right off the bat that has to happen... Right, I, I mean, if she shoots lightning out of her hand, I'm out. If she, uh, if Palpatine's back, or if Luke comes back and he can like interact with stuff, it's like, I uh, just a lot of shit's gonna happen. On Solo, if they bring him back as a, as a ghost, uh, as as a Force ghost, wasn't even a Jedi. How does that happen?
1: Oh, oh King, don't listen, Dave, Don't say that because I'm, I'm telling you, time travel is stro- happening. Time travel is happening. Time travel is happening. All right. Listen to me, King. Listen. The only way they can fix whatever is happening in this movie is to go back in time. And and the reason why we both say this and the rumors we think are true is because the writers are the same writers from Endgame, the same writers that did Star one, one Trek. Writer, one writer the, is. It doesn't matter. There's a writer in there that's from uh, Star Trek and he did Endgame. It's the time travel. Uh, well it's in there. And then it's JJ does there. and
0: then JJ does all and of it. J.J. The, loves, time no, loves time travel time travel. So so oh, we'll see what happens. And that is the podcast. Episode one eighty five is in the can. I appreciate you guys coming out and watching and listening. If you missed any of this topics, so you can listen to us after the fact on YouTube.com slash thirty still gaming. Or you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Uh, if you missed us, you can hear every single Thursday. Now, next Thursday, I believe what is next Thursday the nineteenth? It is. There is no show next week. Next week, I'm out of town, so there is no show next Thursday, so we'll see you in two weeks two weeks, uh, for the next episode of Generation X Gaming. Uh, tonight, we're going to try to do a raid, uh, and if we don't do the raid, we'll, we'll do something else, but we're going to be in D1. Uh, we're going to start in about 20 minutes at around 10.30. Uh, I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you guys on the next one.
1: Take care, guys.